Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Are we ready for this? Ready? Who's ready? I'm ready. Let's get ready to rumble! Nerd, I guess. Where's my camera button? Right now, me too. <laughs> you know what's funny is you can hear James. You can't see James. Come in. Come in. You guys Resistance nerding. Horrible. We're all wearing our merch. We got merch, people. Kind of a first time thing, huh? For the first time in forever. There'll be shirts and branding a pie. Just don't let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Sorry, I, I was completely off key there and just hi how's it going everybody hey oh hi hello hello uh i'm excited right now we're but, in business but before i get super super excited i have to start with this you are now watching distance nerding she's phoenix he's young foul and he's the jamez 5000 and, and we're, we're here, here to nerd, nerd together. together we're talking about anything pop culture movies food music wrestling games whatever you're nerding out on we want to talk about it now guys you gotta follow us 
us on all of the social medias and all the social medias that exist because there's so many of them, right? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. I said Twitch already. TikTok. And the other Twitch. There's and two the other, Twitches. That's right. There's the Twitch that we watch in the... Oh, okay. Something's happening. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and then go to Linktree, of course. Linktr.ee slash distance nerding. You get all of our links, everything that we do. Um, it's also on our Instagram. Exactly. If you go to our Instagram at distance nerding, the link for Linktree is right there. Yeah, and I mean, like, right at the bottom, right there. You guys can see it right at the bottom of the screen. It says, you know, you can you can find us everywhere at distance nerding, right? If it exists. All the, all the accounts that actually exist, not the, not the ones we pretend exist. What, which ones do we pretend exist? MySpace. MySpace exists. That exists. I made a MySpace. Yeah. No, there's, there's literally a MySpace. Thanks for following us. Jeez. I had one too. No, no, no. I mean, MySpace still oh. exists as a website. But do we and have there a, is a distance nerding web, uh, MySpace? <laughs> Yeah, I, I it guess is, we're not friends. It is horrible, but I mean, you know, I, obviously Phoenix, uh, we're, we're not in her top six. Uh, is it top, no, top, top, no. Top, eight, top eight. Top eight. That's what it was. That's how long it's been since I used MySpace. Uh, but yeah, guys, before we get too into everything, I've got to shout out the sponsors. Shout it out. Got to shout, shout out. it out from the mountain high. Now, guys, this stream is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview question and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. I'm not gonna. I'm not kidding. It literally is in the palm of my hands right now here's pod decks it's washed the hell out because that's what the uh that's what cameras do but <laughs> pod decks in the palm of your hand so whether you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and get more engagement gonna want to check out pod decks now guys go to poddex.com and use the code nerding 10 n-e-r-d-i-n-g one zero for 10 percent off of everything you purchase on pod decks even if you're into wrestling yeah there's a nerdy yeah. or there's a wrestling nerd pod deck yeah by our friend jester g yeah jester g man had his hands in that and the, the cool thing is is again even if you're not a podcaster even if you're not somebody who does the show and interviews it's a great party game i mean I, you guys have seen me and jackie play with it on the game streams for those of you who check out the game streams uh and it's awesome it's fun it's a crap ton of fun so i mean you know uh even if you're not a podcaster or anything like that you check out pod decks you uh even if you, you go and download the app guys and you get the first five questions in every deck for free so you know that's kind of like a cool way to kind of just play with it if you guys want to do that i didn't know that yeah oh, i'll have to do that that's cool yeah so you can get the first five questions and then after that it's like hey you have purchased the a pod deck for for it to work so it is uh, so worth it though it is it is uh i pay for it at this point but i mean it's great I, it's, it's worth it you know mm -hmm. uh now guys we all know the level of energy that young phil constantly has and that's because i'm powered by w okay w is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus concentration reaction time with no jitters or crash w contains no maltodextrins sugars fillers artificial colors or dyes find out more about w at w.gg and of course when you put in the code nerding 10 now it's at the bottom down there you see it there nerding 10 at checkout you get 10 percent off uh the yanceys just bought a crap ton of stuff off yeah i saw off that. Of w we got a, a message about it and it's like it's i'm all for it i drink it all the time and uh, matter of fact i'm gonna make some for me and james right now Ooh. so a little mixology happening. Exactly. I like it. I'm jealous. Now, guys, I've got trace flavors. Okay. I've got this is the one Galaxy Grenade. This is the one I said like it, it felt like Skittles having sex in my mouth. That's Wait, that's what this one is. Did Tyler get like all the flavors too? He got the uh, he got Galaxy Grenade, which his dad is excited for, and he got the Dub Sludge. Mm -hmm. They were out of uh, of this one, which I'm actually running low on is the Dragonade. Uh, uh -huh. and this is the one that's the Dragon Fruit Lemonade. Um, and then of course uh, Dub Sludge. Right. This is uh in 
and reverence to the music we're listening to right now. So dub sludge. Uh, matter of fact, I don't know. Should we let the chat choose which ones we drink? Mm-hmm. All right, chat. Dub sludge, Galaxy Grenade, Dragonade. Which one sounds good to you guys? Which one should I uh, mix up for me and James? Yeah, are they, or should they mix them up and do like the Young Phil special? Okay, so because this is James's first time, I want to I want to be easy on him. Yeah, easy. Okay. Yeah. You have to be gentle. Yeah, you yeah, gotta, I, you I gotta, be, you gotta ease into it. Right. I want to be gentle. Lubrication, with, with everything. Right. Exactly. Just, you know, pet my head. The whole, you know what I'm saying? Wh- which, which one sounds interesting to you, James? The Gorilla in the Mist, or what is that one? The Galaxy Grenade? Yeah. Get, get. Gorilla in the Mist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a Gorilla one. The Galaxy Grenade is watermelon, guava, and lime. All right. Keep the Gorilla one to yourself. <laughs> right. Gorilla's in the Mist. <laughs> how did how did autocorrect change grenade to Bernadette? Hey, the doctor wants to know who Bernadette is. Yeah. Aaron yeah. Watson. Your autocorrect is suspect right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm leaning towards the Galaxy Grenade right now and watch. I'm going to have James smell it real quick. Just don't yeah, do for whiff and do like cocaine, but I mean like... Is that like the uh, the Skittles in your mouth? When I said... Like, Ooh, that sounds good. I was like, just do Skittles. it. Just, just do that one. Who said... Uh, yeah, well, double, the only, double A is the only one that said anything double so Double A said grenade, so let's say grenade. All right, we're going to do grenade. So I'm going to do two scoops of the grenade here. Fire, fire in the hole. Or Bernadette. Who knows? Might be called Bernadette. Bern- Bernadette, a.k.a. Watson, a.k.a. Uh, double you know A what? said... Let's throw it out there. Um, if it's Bernadette from Big Bang Theory, uh, yeah. definitely a... Actually, a grenade's a bad thing. She's hot. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I would argue that Bernadette is hotter than Penny. Look at you. You know what? I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, what's up, Michael? Thanks for joining the chat. What's up, Double A? Who else we got? Bridget's in the house, like always. Yeah, I got... Jester G? Jester G, man! <laughs> Jester okay, we mentioned like, him. Jester what G's up, like, Tyler? He's like, hey, somebody call me. Somebody mention my name. I know, right? Tyler, we just uh, shouted you out. We're talking about how you got some W going, uh, W action going. Tyler, we may need you to like hop over the fence and bring some more W. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He just ordered it. Party. He hasn't gotten it yet. W party. Hey, that's not our problem. <laughs> hey, you better right. get, get that Fire. lid on right. Don't screw it up. I'm going to shake it right over your head. You got to do the, you got to do the bartender, you know, like it's your Tom Cruise in cocktail. Flip it up. Okay. I didn't not get that. to do the W party. I'm over here this, drinking water. This is totally not a good idea because this is carbonated water. It's just going to explode on me. It, you'll be fine. Just don't point it in your face. You're fine. Tyler said he just yelled over the fence. Yeah. Obviously, awesome. we couldn't hear him because we have headphones on and we're idiots. But I mean. All right. Here we go, James. Let's see it. Oh, you hear that? It was like champagne. We've got some champs in here. I like it. Sure. Okay, I toast with it. You, you may want to like uh, shake it up every now and then because it does kind of like float to the bottom. That's all good. Uh, cheers. Wait, do it on my cheers. There. Cheers. The Dubby. Shaking not stirred. Two Dubby. Our sponsor. Two Dubby. That's pretty good. Does it not yeah, Skittles having sex in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. I feel the I feel the taint. Like yeah. I don't know if this glass was dirty or something. There's like some Skittle taint on my tongue. <laughs> Skittle taint is the way that that goes. That's pretty good though. It reminds me of like a what is it? Like a, a watermelon um Jolly Rancher or something? Kind of. Yeah. I mean that's kind of what where I where I went with it was like the watermelon jo- Jolly Rancher. Bridget says stirred, not shaken. That's what you need. Need a little stir. <sighs> It's so good. Uh, some alpha brains from. Wants a toast. Are we toasting now? All right, let's go. Let's toast. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, we're here to clink. <laughs> All right, this is riveting. I know, especially for the audio podcast. This is riveting stuff, everybody. Yeah. So everybody gets to hear us drinking Dubby on on the 
audio version for people so, who don't watch. Do I just tell the podcast every time the two drink? Yeah. Yeah. So you just like, they're, now they're drinking. Drink. Now he Type brings it to his lip and yeah. <laughs> Party, look at Tyler in the chat. I'm hoping to get mine on Friday. Party at Tyler's on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should all just get hyped up on, on the dubby and like, Tyler, whatever you need done. You want your lawn mowed. You need your fence fixed. You need your gutters cleaned. We'll get it all done. He does need his gutter, gutters cleaned right now. It might be still. Come on, buddy. We were supposed to do it on Saturday and then we ended up cutting the tree. I don't know if you noticed my tree is like super manicured now. Yeah, might be at like three. So we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I'm all hopped up on dubby. On the dubs. On the dubby dubs. Are you ready for some? news i was just gonna say we should probably get into the news man <laughs> why are we here again i can't remember i forgot we're just here to talk the entire time talk about dubby yeah that's this is just one big commercial for dubby do i have a lemonade test uh taste so like i said i have the lemonade but there's not very much left of it oh so it's like your private reserve that you're not sharing mm-hmm. probably keep it like in a cellar it does look like street cocaine the house. doesn't it look at that <sighs> Jeez, man. Just went to the cocaine. I mean, Look at it. It, it, I wouldn't put it past you to like just snort it. You know what? This is, you know, it's an energy drink. It probably is just meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting canceled. Uh, all right. <laughs> Okay, so like James said, I think it's time. All right, here we go. Check out the Distance Nerdington post on Facebook for all the news and trailers and reactions. There's there was a good amount of news coming out this week. There there was. It, it's there's decent stuff. Um, the Batman trailer, man. Oh yeah, the clip. Oh my god, that that hooked me. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to see a clip. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh yes, the tone of this movie is gonna be amazing. They're so creepy. Yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, uh, trailers, reactions, clips, anything you need is in the Distance Nerdington post. Like we said, the Batman clip is in there um, we got a trailer for the fabulous filipino brothers by uh dante bosco we got the murderville trailer that one looks amazing we talked about it like last week right, right. yeah we talked about it yeah. last week yeah. but now that we're all hyped up and energized and happy i'm gonna bring it down yeah and he gave him a drink it's gonna get worse we're less than a month into 2022 and it's doing a number on us emmy award-winning comedian actor and game show host louis anderson has passed away ouch so so sad yeah Why he was he always start with the bad because we got to get it out of the way we have to get it out of the way but he was but it's also think of it like a tribute we need to give him his his uh due yeah. because he was an amazing comedian like people know him from all kinds of shows like the uh coming to america he was in coming to mm-hmm. america Th- wasn't that his like his, his big break was coming to america right i don't even it's weird because I, he was already stand up at that point but i think that was his first movie i've always thought of him as comedian first and then been in things right right so like it, i, I always think weird. of life with louis exactly yeah, yeah. life of louis um what else was he in uh he was did a bit in Ally McBeal he was a voice in one of the Bebe kids that's uh, right he was a voice in Bebe's kids yeah he was he was involved in a lot of black comedy it was great mm-hmm. yeah um but Anderson was admitted to a hospital can't talk today hospital it's the dubby it's making my, my mouth numb what's happening I'm, I'm using Ferris Bueller's day off yeah. yeah uh admitted to a hospital in Las Vegas and I guess he had like a, a blood thing blood cancer yeah blood cancer which oh. I didn't even know was a cancer blood is there can be cancer in your blood yeah, well, I mean, you have all kinds of cells, like man. Yeah, I'm super sad. And I guess it got to the point where it's like, come say your goodbye. So like, Holly yeah. Shore, you know, from from like, you know, Holly Shore, MTV. Right. Mm-hmm. His, his mom was big into comedy. Right. Um, he was like a good friend of Louis Anderson, and he was like right there by his side. Like, oh, that's actually really sad, but really sweet. Yeah. That he did that, but super sad. Um, yeah, he passed away fairly quickly, from what I understand. But uh, Louis got his big break back on the Tonight Show in like '84. Dude, that is what. 
almost 40 years yeah, ago. Yeah, and that's close to it, yeah. And think about it back then. That was like, you get on Johnny Carson and you have a good set. He invites you to that couch and you're like a made comedian from then on out, right? Right. So yeah. that was how he how he started his career was like Johnny Carson gave him a chance. Johnny Carson gave a lot of people a chance. It was great. Um, And then he's done a number of stand-up specials. Um, The most recent being uh, 2018 Louie Anderson Big Underwear. Yeah, he was a big guy. Yeah. And what up, he, Ryan? And then he had a, a stand-up show larger than life from 2003 to 2012 in Vegas. But I guess he just lived in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Super sad. I'm I, surprised I didn't go check him out while I was out there. I love Louie Anderson's comedy. Super fun. <clears throat> he was 68 years old. Thank you, Louie. Ryan calling us out. Said uh, we're all wearing DN swag. It's about time. Yeah. We're waiting for our uh, nerd culture swag. Yeah. 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 Where, where are our nerd culture t-shirts at? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. We're still in January, right? Are we? We're talking about Louie. Yes, talking about other people that passed away. But since it's January, it's time to start planning for Christmas. Yes. You ready? Yep. Warner Brothers is officially moving forward with a sequel to The Christmas Story. Yeah. I'm all, into this. all these years later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- that's been the thing lately is, yeah. is people taking old properties and saying, hey, what are these characters doing 30 years later? Yeah. Well, think about it. Like, you have this, like, attachment to it. A Christmas Story, The Goonies, Star Wars. It's, like, part of your childhood, right? Mm-hmm. If you... Mm-hmm like nurture it and bring it back people are gonna have this immediate you know reaction to it so i kind of like this it's uh what 40 years later it came out in ni- 1983 right i'm into this so they're gonna continue this story of ralphie with the original star peter billingsley right and he, of course he's gonna reprise his role and vince vaughn you know his he has a production company wild west pictures they're gonna be producing it so it's like hey they're bringing back the original actor and we're getting vince vaughn doing the production hey, hey buddy 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 we we we, we really have to do the show this is what re- that's really bad vince vaughn right there so i'm i'm kind of into this <laughs> did you guys watch a christmas story oh yeah absolutely yeah, and, I mean, who that, hasn't? right and and the, the big thing is that peter billingsley he gave up acting after doing that role and just like recently somebody found him at like coffee shop in la just working at a coffee shop as a barista so it's kind of interesting to see that he's coming back to the role that he played I mean, Real quick. Good for him. yeah i know right good for him good for us that's gonna be yeah. amazing mm-hmm. ryan in the chat said stop remaking and rebooting everything you know from the, I was, as a Star Wars show. <laughs> I yeah, I know, right? Right. <laughs> you, you gotta be happy about this stuff. It's part of our childhood, buddy. We love it. I was just talking with Sandra Nelson about this last night, where they keep bringing back like all the the stuff, like just make new things. But I don't know. Sometimes it's good reboot. The problem is, is that a lot of uh, <clears throat> it's it's hard to come up with IP that is gonna grab right. And I mean, there's there's there are IPs out there that that really do grab people's attention, right? Um, a lot. A lot of why we're getting all these reboots though is because like m- millennials are really into nostalgia you know we're really into things that are nostalgic and things that bring us back to our childhood right that's why you see all these like replicas for old toys and everything like that um they're doing the same thing with movies is basically it's like oh here's something that hit me in the fields as a kid let's bring it back you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah it immediately has your hooks right. like hooks in you right, right. they have like, a built-in fan base that they can just kind of jump off think already. about like even if it's it's new ip but like stranger things yeah how that hook you in with right. the nostalgia right yeah. like stranger like, things literally is, is is a perfect example of that yeah you know it's like hey let's bring back everything you loved about the 80s but it's in a new ip she wants to know if the antics are going to be in a rest home i okay. i oh, let uh, me what's going on with it so uh there's the sequel is oh, coming synopsis so <laughs> i guess it's going to be set <laughs> in cleveland again um the sequel for a christmas story 
story is coming. It's picking up 30 years after the events of the original movie. Uh, Ralphie has fond memories of a magical Christmas and as a child, and he's decided to take his own children back to his old family house for the holidays. So the film is going to be set in the 70s. So, I mean, the, that film was what, I guess, the 40s. Right. It was set in the 40s. So 70s. Yeah. So he'll be going back and it's going to be the 70s. Yeah, we'll follow, like uh, the same real life tone from the original. Okay. I'm kind of into it. Right. Going to pick up on some nuances. Think how much like we love uh, Cobra Kai. Right. And it's bringing no, back like, example. you yeah. know, things that we loved about the original Karate Kid. So yeah. I'm down with this. You know what's funny about this? So I'm reading the notes. It's going to be set in Cleveland. It's going to be filmed in Hungary. Right. It's, it's that, that's so interesting. weird. It's, in, it's interesting that they're doing that. Like, I wonder if, like, but I mean, even with like tax credits, you got to fly everybody to Hungary. Like, yeah. like, how much money are you really saving at that point? Yeah, I don't know, but I guess I guess they're going to film it in Hungary. Mm -hmm. And uh, filming is scheduled to begin next month. Pretty cool. So no release date has been set for a Christmas Story Christmas. Christmas Story 2. We don't know the exact name. The Christmas, Christmas story. story. The Christmas Christmas Story. There I you think go. that's what it is. So, yeah, there we go. So I think they're going with A Christmas Story Christmas. Production will shoot your eye out next month. A Christmas Story Christmas. Yes. Yes. Ralphie okay. will not have grandchildren. He'll have children. Yeah. So like you said, um, it'll be a retro. It'll be a retro story. So maybe Ralphie's kids will be telling it in the third story. Who knows? Maybe. <clears throat> All right. Ready for some more movie news? Go do it. What we got? Oh, yeah. Let's get to uh, Paramount has caught the Hollywood shuffles again. Oh, Sorry. Oops. Uh, so this one's hitting like Mission Impossible. Seven, what? Seven and eight. Um, including, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's hitting Transformers. It's hitting a Quiet Place sequel. So most of the movies are going from like whatever they were late this year or next year to like late 2023 or 2024. So it's like they want to put it out in the theaters and not have to worry about putting it to like Paramount Plus. You know, it's like they want these movies to make money. So right. it'll be interesting how it goes. Oh my so, God. The first thing on here is The Godfather 50 years. So like they're re-releasing it. for. Has it so. been 50 years since they released that movie? 1970? Yeah, dude. yeah, do some math in your brain. That's weird. That's pretty old. And made him an offer they couldn't refuse? Yeah. Apparently. So let's see. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated movie, uh, has moved to... Oh, not too bad. It was like August 11th, 2023. To, uh, it's actually moving up to August 4th, 2023. Okay. But like, here's where it gets busy, where um, the Quiet Place sequel is going from March 23 to September 23. Mission Impossible 7 is going from September of this year to next year of July, so July 2023. So we didn't even talk about like Maverick, but yeah. Um, and then Mission Impossible 8. Well, like, didn't they move Maverick up? Move the back up, like dancing. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible 8 is going from July 2023 to June of 2024. So that's the big leap. Like okay. it's moving like an yeah. entire year for the most part. Um, buh -buh. And then Transformers was given the date of July 2024. Man, that's so far away. Uh -huh. Man, that sucks. What is this, like Transformers 50 by now? It's Transformers, uh, the terrible, terrible. I don't know. I, I, those movies are horrible. I just Come on. <laughs> It's Transformers. Let it go. Be happy. <laughs> Movies are so bad. You are a downer. Drink more W. <laughs> no, no amount of W is going to make me like those. We need to give him a Snickers. That, that may actually do something. Oh, Ryan says, Ryan, by the way, that's a good point. So Ryan said, they rebooted the Power Rangers, but we never got a sequel. Makes me angry. You know, that that's a problem.
property that has like such a good following and a dedicated following. I'm surprised they haven't done more with it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, and I don't know why. Is it because there's too many different type of Power Rangers to bring back? The fans are really like dedicated to. There is not a single con that goes by, and I've been to a lot of cons that I don't see a couple of Power Rangers walking around. Right, right. right. Um, I mean, because I mean, they they had greenlit the the sequel to the new Power Rangers movie, but then at the same time, like there was just so much backlash that they just backed off it. Yeah, it's one of those things that it's like I like that they were going to reboot it, but it didn't have a heart behind no. them and like that nostalgia feeling. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what was the downfall. But like people still love it. So crazy. Like we have friends on on uh, that we go to the cons, like the Power, Power Rangers, Rangers couple. couple. Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. I think we're going to see them at Capitola. Yeah, they said uh, they were going to be. There. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. So yeah, Ryan, I agree. They should they should bring that back somehow. Somehow. Anyway, sorry. Bad movie news. Back to where movie release dates don't get changed. It's Netflix news time. Oh yeah. Woo! Here we go. So the highly anticipated sequel for Knives Out 2. So the sequel to Knives Out, Knives Out 2 is expected to be released on Netflix by the end of this year. But no exact date because that's how that's how Netflix rolls. I yeah. mean, Netflix is not going to tell us when it's coming out until two weeks before it comes out. Mm -hmm. But what they plan to do with it is they plan to do some sort of festival run. So technically, you know, they're going to say it's been in theaters okay. and then go to Netflix. So I'm like, oh, cheating the gotcha. system. I like it. I'm not surprised with this one. It came out in 2019. Um, I'm sure they would have released something <clears throat> sooner if COVID hadn't hit. So mm -hmm. I'm 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 excited for this one. Yep. Yeah, I like the first movie. Yeah, I, my, my boy Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. So uh, Ryan Johnson is of course bringing back Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc, but then he's got um, Catherine Hahn, Ethan Hawke, Edward Norton, Dave Bautista, Kate Hudson, Janelle Monae, Leslie Odom Jr. This is yeah, it's a big cast. Jessica Henwick, Madeline Klein. Like they they've got some pretty big heavy hitters like in this. But I mean, the first movie had nothing but heavy hitters in it so, oh yeah I mean, you know it's just yeah, yeah. Exactly. the production actually production has wrapped right since like september so i mean right. it's been in post and didn't they film both movies at the same time or no i heard that that's a good point now i have to look up and i think i'm gonna find some information up but i can't find any information up there but okay. um i'm gonna keep looking up there i'm just kidding i don't know we'll have to look that up i wish somebody had the internet in front of them uh yeah i mean you know but 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 we we all know with live shows the internet doesn't work so okay let's yeah. keep going netflix yeah. news back to where movie releases don't get changed yeah squid game of course dominated netflix so good. Mm -hmm. and it had over 1.65 billion hours of viewing in the first 28 days right it was it was a hit so they've so like the the director or the creator has said that they're doing two they're also talking about three netflix is finally saying yes we're doing season two of squid game all right so i mean they're announcing it but we kind of already knew yeah i mean everybody assumed like hey your biggest blockbuster show we we also knew because we had insider information though right i, I know we're not quite i know <laughs> uh, i know we're not quite uh uh in rumors right now but there are rumors that it will be in a different place i don't know yeah if so that's true. speaking um during the quarterly investors meeting um co-ceo ted's sarandos uh confirmed season two but he also said absolutely it's happening the squid game the squid games universe has just begun oh yeah they're building a universe yeah yeah, yeah. And it, it makes sense. It's like, that's an easy thing that they could port over to different countries. Right. Especially for how big it is. I yeah. mean, you know, it doesn't have to stay in Korea. They can easily move that to all kinds of different places. Mm -hmm. How scary, it... like put it in San Francisco? Or yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling <clears throat> they're not going to put it in the U.S. like that early. It's probably going to be like in a bunch of different like other countries mm -hmm. before it ever comes to the U.S. Yep. But yeah, it's nice that Netflix is finally saying, like, yes, we're doing it too. Netflix mm -hmm. is always tight chested with stuff. So it's cool that they finally said it. So 
yeah. Okay, moving on to the happiest streaming place on earth. Did check this is actually kind of neat. So Disney story artist uh David G. Garrick, who has worked on like How to Train Your Dragon, B movie, uh Moana, R Ryan the Last Dragon, and Kanto. He's gonna be directing the new Moana series for Disney Plus. <laughs> series everything yeah i i actually didn't know that they were gonna do a series yeah i'm so used to you doing mickey now but i just i like <laughs> just didn't even <laughs> there goes Phil again especially on tiktok didn't mean to step on that one by the way yeah. so the series is reportedly um serves as a follow-up to of course the 2016 movie so it's like it follows moana after you know what happens in the movie yeah. moana nopsis so the series is described as a long <laughs> check this out a long form musical which will continue the island princess's story i kind of dig that okay so it'll be music every week probably probably unless they do like unless they frame it as like a uh kind of an after school kids show like kind of mm -hmm. low budget is lynn Mo manuel miranda writing everything i know right he's gotta yeah and then on top of that um we're i'm pretty sure 100 this show is going to be on repeat in james's house hell yeah i'm down with that mm -hmm. so it'll feature moana as she ventures far beyond the reef no one goes beyond the reef and we'll see uh, Walt Disney Animation connecting with storytellers from Moana's home region of the Pacific Islands. Right. Kind of dig that. I'm down if with she it. She went and found Maui. She can't have gone too far, right? I mean, you're welcome. Yeah. You, you know what's and funny is we're gonna there, there's gonna be episodes where like maybe one episode features The Rock. It's gonna. I know. Happen. Yeah. He has to be on, right? He's he's doing so much with Disney right now. It would not make sense for him. To, like, I'm sure he's probably already recorded lines at this mm -hmm. point, knowing Dwayne Johnson. Dude, he's he's in everything. Yeah. Like he's doing stuff for NBC. He's doing stuff for Disney. He's doing stuff for uh, Amazon Prime or Prime Video, I should say. That's right. They just announced him and Chris Evans are doing a, mm -hmm. a series on Amazon Prime. It's crazy. He's like getting his. Uh, and then and he's, he's doing got, Black Adam for Warner right. Brothers. You know, and he's doing, and he just signed two more Red Notice films for for Netflix. Exactly. He's all over. Like just can't stop him. No. Mm -hmm. No. Anyway, back to Moana. Moana is set to sail onto Disney Plus in 2024. You're welcome. Since we're never says thank you <laughs> she doesn't need to uh since we're going for us uh on a sale with moana let's keep going with some disney plus shows mm. i'm excited for this one yeah so disney yeah. plus has given a full series order for percy jackson and the olympians yes i am excited about this one yes. did you guys read the books did anybody read the books in the chat i did so you read okay cool i read them yeah i remember it was huge back in the day mm -hmm. like harry potter type huge mm -hmm. um i just think that first movie first two movies they just didn't land it's like they weren't um quality enough but i felt like that could have been a huge franchise yeah when they first came out i was getting a little too old to really get into them but i had little cousins so i was reading them to them and i just kept reading like they go to bed and i keep going mm -hmm. you're like this is for me yeah this is for me this is my book now <laughs> i finished the book last night you you were asleep yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry sorry i'm not sorry so the but series the, oh go ahead, go ahead i was gonna say that but the the movies were just as good um which I is like really yeah yeah, really there. They just put um the second one on, on Disney Plus. Yeah. I think I they're also on Peacock as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed it too when we were like flipping through things. I'm like, oh, that's in two different places. That's mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. Anyway. How like Harry Potter is on like three different streaming yeah. services right now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Mm. So the series is being created by Rick Riordan. Rick who, Riordan. That's what I said. Riordan. 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 Rearing your ugly head right now with your corrections. Who wrote the original book series, which has sold over 180 million copies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that dude is rich. 180 million copies? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, him and John Steinberg. Quit doing that. That's creepy. I can see. The you. other co-creator of FX's upcoming series, The Old Man. Uh, they will pair to write the pilot. And we have a Olympus Synopsis. Olympus Synopsis. You got to read it. You haven't been talking to them. People are here to listen to you. Not all right. Me. All right. Percy Jackson and the Olympians tells the fantastical story of a 12-year-old modern demigod, Percy Jackson, who's just coming to terms with his newfound supernatural powers when the sky god Zeus accuses him of stealing his master's lightning bolt. Master lightning bolt. Now, Percy must trek across America to find it and restore order to Olympus. So you know what that tells me is that this isn't a continuation. This is... Like retelling. It, it's it's a reboot, right? So I mean, they're redoing the entire story. Yeah, because they they had two movies. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the actors, you know, way older now, but yeah, they're they're rebooting this sucker. Yeah, he's like you know 26, 27, 28, playing a 12 year old again. You know, just, yeah. Right. yeah, Well, I mean, the the first movie came out in 2010, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, is it still 2010 for Percy Jackson? Because I know that it was like originally told in the early 2000s. That's when the books were meant to be, or in, like the 90s, early 2000s. Um, and then they adapted it into 2010. 10, are they going to adapt it for 2022? They might. I mean, it, yeah. it depends on kind of, I mean, that's probably what they're going to do. They're pro It's probably going to be one of those stories where it's just like, you know, in an ambiguous timeline. It's like they don't mm -hmm. necessarily say what time it is, but it's like current kind of thing. So. Oh, oh, in the books, they make really dated references. <laughs> and even in the movies, they have dated references. So I'm sort of like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm curious. I'm sure it's just going to be a complete reboot. So Disney's yeah. going to yeah, they're just make like, it. It has own. to sit in the early 2000s. How do we make it the early 2000s? Oh, uh, check out my Osiris's. Now, this wasn't a Disney property, right? This was a uh, Fox. So Fox. when Disney when Disney Thank bought you. Fox, it was a uh, this is this is now theirs. Right. So be like that Shia LaBeouf. He's gonna go somewhere. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> so production is going to lightning strike this summer with casting currently underway. Oh yeah. It's so crazy how fast they're moving production these days. I know. Like, oh, production's going to start this summer. We don't know who the cast is. It seems like production schedules are flying now that, like, you know, like with COVID restrictions and everything, they're able to just kind of, like, move things a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot more safety protocols on there, too, because I've heard a lot about, like, safety protocols <laughs> causing problems on certain sets. So, mm -hmm. Speaking of lightning trying to strike twice, Peacock is trying to get into the Tiger game. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. I love no. it. Oh, you know. Yes, I'll, this is a thing. I'll eat up all of this give me all the tiger things so peacock has released the first image and teaser trailer for joe versus carol a limited series focused on big cat enthusiast carol baskins and exotic animal lover joe exotic God. i love it so i love everything tiger no. King. I, I can't get enough i can't get enough no it is the darkest part of society and i love no. it I, didn't, I didn't listen to a, like uh it was like heaven for me it was some dude from season two of tiger king like one of those you YouTube guys that went like going after Carol Baskins, right? Like trying to figure out who killed um Don, right? It was him on the Chris Jericho podcast, you know. Oh god. And they were talking Tiger King, they were talking wrestling. I'm like, this is oh, so good. I just wanna it was, it was, I'm gonna listen to it again after this. I was listening to another podcast, um, and he was talking about how, you know, like for for people on the coast, you know, like we see, you know, like Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin and think like, oh, these people are eccentric and crazy. If you're from rural America, these people are just normal everyday people. 
Yeah. yeah. These are the kind of people you deal with when you're in rural America. <laughs> that just you, you, a lot of people just kind of like shrug it off and it's like, oh yeah, he's just crazy. It's like, no, these are, this is regular everyday people. Like people are batshit crazy in America. Yeah. Anybody in the chat that has not seen Tiger King? Is that a thing? There yeah. are, do people exist that have never seen Tiger King? That was like the hottest thing when the pandemic hit. It's like, what are we going to watch? Like, oh, what's this new thing that everybody's talking about? Have you seen the TikTok of the, of the, uh, like a bigger Filipino dude? No. Uh, and he does like, after one day of watching Tiger King, right? after two days watching Tiger King, and then it's like, after seven days of watching Tiger King, fuck you, Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. That accent was a little, little tie. Not, not, no, but that's the thing is that I'm he just did. Saying. No, no, but I'm saying he did like a super, like, like really deep Filipino. Yeah. He's like, after one day of watching Tiger King. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> after after two that. days of watching Tiger King. I'll have to find that TikTok after I watch all your Mickey videos. My, my Mickey videos are amazing. <laughs> On the distance nerding TikTok. Yeah. I'm a huge Mickey fan. Okay. Also, I don't know if you guys have seen like just like the regular TikToks that I've been doing. I've been doing like the friends and those have been like fun. No, I haven't seen your TikToks. I haven't been wearing my skinny jeans long enough to, to watch your TikToks. Is that Deadpool still crying? He is. I keep my TikTok account in my uh, fanny pack that I wear over my shoulder. Okay. Very, I'm very bitter. No, that's 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 <laughs> very much a millennial thing. Uh <laughs> No, the um the TikTok of Deadpool crying because Betty White passed away. Uh, that one literally made Jackie laugh out loud. <laughs> so it, it is very gratifying for me when I get my wife to laugh at anything I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and to to see Jackie actually like watch that video and go, okay, that's actually pretty funny, and laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, because there it was you just, go. You know, like I, I I did a voiceover of it because obviously <laughs> I didn't want to do it with the mask on. You just hear like the mask muffling muffle on there. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just him crying hysterically, and then there's a. Uh, uh, a voiceover that says uh, after tw- uh, 23 days after Betty White uh, left us and he's just crying hysterically with <laughs> with a with a Golden Girls t-shirt on a bathrobe over that a Golden Girls blanket over that <laughs> maybe you should do a, a Tiger King TikTok maybe maybe there you go so uh, Joe versus Carol is starring John Cameron Mitchell as Joe Exotic and Kate McKinnon is going to be Carol Baskins yeah Kate McKinnon Kate from McKinnon. Saturday, Saturday Night Live Ghostbusters 2016 oh she's going to be amazing yeah i love her we we, we gonna do this james you do it we're gonna do this. tigeropsis based on the podcast for joe exotic called wondery i didn't even know it was called wondery hosted and reported by uh, robert moore the limited series will center around carol baskins big cat enthusiast who learns that fellow exotic animal lover joe exotic i hate can you pronounce his last name yeah no that's not it either no it is it's tree oh, okay is breeding and using his big cats for profit okay sure isn't she doing it for profit too no no she's doing it because she's trying to save the big cats oh no money whatsoever no there's no money involved in what she does at all he's doing a throuple thing Mm -hmm. he's Mm -hmm. doing a throuple thing or she's doing a throuple thing he's got a throuple thing Uh, we know he has a throuple thing Mm -hmm. so she (laughs) sets out to shut down his venture inciting a quickly escalating rivalry but carol has checkered has a checkered past of her own and when the claws come out joe will stop at nothing to expose what he sees as her hypocrisy the results prove dangerous Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Husband whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him. The tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. <laughs> How many times did you listen to that? Like five million times. Uh, <laughs> mostly because Jackie listened to it like 
on repeat. So oh, it's like, <laughs> okay, it's like chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken and macaroni, chilling with my homies. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, Catkins! <laughs> All eight episodes will be purring onto Peacock March third. Oh, it's like a day before we uh, before we go to the con. There you go. Yeah, we're all gonna watch it together. Definitely. Okay. No more stories about crazy people. I mean, all stories are about crazy people. Even this matters. next one is about crazy people. It, it just matters on the level of crazy. So Good H- crazy or bad crazy? Exactly. HBO's The White Lotus ended. Um, it ended up being a surprise hit. I watched it. I really liked it. My wife watched it. She was like, I don't know what I watched. I don't, I don't know if I liked it. She's like, she's like, what? That's a WTF type type <laughs> show. Like, I, don't, I don't get it. But it was good enough where they ordered a second season. It was supposed to be just an anthology series and be done. But they ordered a second season. So um, Variety is now reporting that season two will shift from Hawaii okay. to an Italian location at another White Lotus resort, which Ooh. makes sense. Kind of like the whole Squid Game thing. Like, oh, it's the same premise. Pick it up, move it somewhere else, put it down and just put in new people. But it's okay. it's all about like uh, what happens at this resort and like between the employees and the guests and how they're all interconnected. And it's telling like five different stories. Interesting. But then they start like as the show goes on and starts to weave together. I mean, it's a little it's a little tragic at the end. But yeah, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. So um, the new season is being filmed in Sicily. So I'm assuming they're going to be saying it's going to happen in Italy. Right. Um, So they weren't sure if it's going to be connected, but it looks like Jennifer Coolidge is coming back to reprise her role. Jennifer Coolidge. Name is familiar. Is she on Book of Boba right now? Is that her? No. Jennifer Coolidge. uh, What is that movie she was in? Look at it. Oh, uh, uh, Legally Blonde. She was. um... Oh, okay. I know exactly who that is. What movie am I thinking of that she was in? She's Stifler's mom stifler's mom thank you yeah right. yeah she she she's the woman who coined the term milf yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so she's in it she's super funny it's a really interesting show uh, she, see, phoenix and for everybody who's watching you notice why i moved me and james's cameras mm-hmm. because why? now when i look at him it actually looks like i'm getting oh i see what you're doing <laughs> you weirdo so meta that's why i laughed while he was talking right and then i can like look down there. hey hi phoenix <laughs> Oh, no. Hi. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. What? What? Wait, you look down, she looks up. Hi. Hi. She's Hi. not looking up. See, that's, that's the that's the bit. She has to look up. <laughs> it's the Brady Bunch. Oh. Hi. Look, can you see me? I can see you. She's not looking up. She's not looking at me. I'm looking I'm looking right up. It's creepy. I'm looking up. Super creepy. Yeah. This is Brady Bunch. I see you, and I see you, and I see you, and I see you. Wait. I'm under oh, the desk. You can't see my knife hand, right? I see you, and I see you. You, I see you. You see me? I see mm-hmm. her. Yeah. I see you pointing I'm, at your crotch. You're telling me. You know what makes this 10 times funnier is I'm literally having to point at my crotch just to point at Phoenix. Like, look at me. Now look at my crotch. Look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Now look at, the, <laughs> now look at your crotch. Now look at me. Now back to the crotch. Now back to me. Sadly, you're not my crotch. But I don't know if you guys know. I don't <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that Old Spice commercial. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> look at me. Now look at you. Now look at me. Now back at yourself. Now back to me. Sadly, you're not me. <laughs> you can smell like me if you use Old Spice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> that one. There you go. Okay. I'm in. I'm in Thick's usual spot, right? We're gonna. We're no? gonna keep moving. Yeah. We're gonna keep moving. Sometimes you just gotta like deal with it. Just, just roll with it. Just, just, just roll with the weirdness. Yeah. That's yep. <laughs> Holy multiverse menagerie of media, Batman. Huh? That's my segue. So DC <laughs> Comics has announced that they will be developing a three-issue prequel to the new Flash movie. I okay. I dig this because it's gonna give so much more context yeah. to what they're doing with what is happening. There's. It's. It's insane. 
insane. Every rumor that we hear about this movie, it's going to be nice to get a little bit of context to it. Mm -hmm, you know, so. Mm -hmm. so the title is going to be The Flash, The Fastest Man Alive. Mm -hmm. And the comic will feature Ben Affleck's version of the Batman. Which, I mean, makes sense because yeah. this version of Barry Allen lives in the same universe as Ben Affleck. So, I mean, right? why wouldn't they? And they said it was going to be um, Batman helping The Flash kind of master his powers. Okay. Like, how does, how does the guy with no superpowers help a guy with super speed how does the batman do any of that i mean like the thing is is like okay, another big example right like, like look at um what what was the animated movie we just watched um injustice injustice right like look at injustice and look at all the things that that bruce is capable of doing mm -hmm. like bruce it's a trip that he can teach other people with superpowers how to control their powers when he has no powers right but the bat and the fish are not friends there so i mean yeah no well bruce tends not to be mm -hmm. friends with uh with arthur very Curry. often yeah so. what is that one story about uh batman uh finding or like having a way to defeat every one of the justice league uh it's uh just power doom. what is it called? was it like it's something called doom. okay yeah so it is is that batman has a contingency plan to stop anybody at any given time you know? nice. as far as like the justice league goes he has right. how to stop aquaman has stopped wonder woman has because the he's green so lantern paranoid, right he's so paranoid that his whole thing is like if any of the heroes mm -hmm. were to turn he has plans on how to stop them right it's super interesting hmm. well i mean he kills superman like, i don't know they all stopped him but yeah so i guess he he knew all along how to do it kryptonite that's all you need you, you just yeah. need to know kryptonite turns turns superman human but does he save it like i'm wondering like is he it his he carries it on his utility belt at all times that's actually like a running thing in the comics too is that uh bruce carries kryptonite in a lead line pouch on his on his uh on his utility belt hey buddy i know you and i are friends but uh i've got this bullet here just for you yeah it's literally and i mean like you know there have been different variations of like how he's defeated superman in the past uh in batman v superman he has um he has aerosol weaponized uh um, kryptonite. kryptonite but that was also something that they took from the dark knight comic and it was because oliver queen had a uh um kryptonite tipped arrow tower of babel that was the comic like the story arc oh yeah, yeah, in yeah. dc that's what i was looking for but yeah you're right it's called i Doom. knew you'd come up with that one um yeah, so the three-issue limited series will be released in April through July and start with a 48-page first installment racing onto comic book stores April 26th. Yeah. I'm down with that. All right. Okay. I'm with it. I might actually have to pick it up. All right. Next. All right. Okay. I need, I need you to do the voice. Autobots are rolling out. It has been announced that the <laughs> this is the last year that, yeah. that IDW will own the rights to Transformers and G.I. Joe for comics. Interesting. No. I mean, that's also if IDW doesn't renew licensing or... They already said they're not. Oh, then somebody's, so, yeah, somebody's purchasing that license. Yeah, they're letting it go. They're, they've said it's been a great, like, 17 years, yada, yada. Um, we're doing this wrap-up of Transformers and G.I. Joe and a special G.I. Joe series and some Transformers one-shots and yada, yada. So, like, they're letting it go. They're choosing to let these big franchises go. So Barbie has to choose between driving the Bumblebee car or her boyfriend, G.I. Joe? Yeah. That, yeah. So IDW has published Transformers comics since 2005 and G.I. Joe since 2008. Wow. Wow. So interesting to see who gets those licenses. Yeah. So they're going to be wrapping up sometime this year with like mini story arcs and some one shots. Um, I don't think if there's anything major coming. Just looking at the notes. Hmm. I think G.I. Joe is going to actually have two series coming out. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just reading it here. And let's see. Uh, on the Joe front, the company is planning to blow up a celebration later with a
the milestone issue of G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. Number 300 with Larry Hama. Oh, nice. The veteran comic writer who launched the Joe brand with Marvel Comics in 1982. Right. That'd be a trip if Marvel picks them back up again. You know, I was thinking about that. Mm -hmm. It's like, do they want to pay for this IP again? And then what can they do with that IP? That was my thing. It's like, what can they do with it? Do they want it? You know who I think would do a good job with like a G.I. Joe Transformers? Um, Dark Horse. Yeah. Dark Horse. I mean, Image would be great too, but I mean, I think Dark Horse would kill it. Mm -hmm. They do really well with like IPs like this. And continuity. I mean, they're they're getting back into the Star Wars game that we talked about. I don't know why I said that weird, but Star Wars game. Star Wars Uh, game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that'd be pretty cool. By the way, Larry Hama was almost at one of the cons like yeah. 2019, but the pandemic hit. He was supposed to be at um, the Intergalactic Expo right. in Wessack that we were going to That be we were supposed of. to go to, right? Yeah, super sad, but yeah, he's back on board. So, by the way, young Phil, don't worry. The uh, My Little Pony and Dungeons and Dragons comics based on the Hasbro brands will still be published by IDW. So, you don't have to worry. Oh, Phil, you're a brownie? I am not, but I mean, I'm not against it. You I'm have a unicorn onesie. And I have a My Little Pony backpack, but I'm I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I do it because it's part of the character, but... I am not against watching My Little Pony and becoming a brony. The reason I haven't done it is because I'm lazy. So we're going to go with that. For research. No, I'm, I'm just too lazy to actually sit there no. and watch okay. the show. You okay. know? But what's funny is like, I'll watch Adventure Time. I've watched all seven seasons of Adventure Time. Yeah. For some reason, I won't start watching My Little Pony. And it, I, I don't know. I have this weird anxiety about starting new shows. Yeah. You know, like it's like I know I need to start something, but then I don't want to start it. But then I should start it. And just I don't know. Fear of commitment. Yeah. Want to talk about it? I mean, Definitely. I'm fear- married so i don't you're know you're getting if I married this year. that means nothing that's what i'm saying Do we, should we have a discussion mm-hmm. you're getting deep right now yeah stay, stay here stay with us we're here for you you're drifting off buddy oh um sorry Let's continue so reports say that skybound the imprint run um for the walking dead series so created by robert kirkman is in talks to pick up both transformers and gi joe okay be interesting so maybe could we get robert kirkman doing something like gi so... joe we would, I mean, technically Transformers has zombies in it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If we want to really get into what Galvatron and what. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good point. What, uh, you know. Scourge. Scourge and like some of the other characters. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, I could totally see them like Robert Kirkman's like, oh, you give me G.I. Joe? Oh, let me do a kind of zombie outbreak in G.I. Joe. Right. I mean, and uh, what's funny is zombies would work G.I. Joe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they would totally yeah. work G.I. Joe. It's like Cobra screwed something up. Next thing you know, there's like an outbreak. Right. <gasps> Oh my god, that sounds actually good. <laughs> I, if they made that a movie, I'd be like, all right, let's do it. Resident <laughs> Evil crossover. Maybe. That it would work. Raccoon yeah. City. Like Daryl is the new G.I. Joe. Like Daryl and Snake Eyes. <laughs> I see Leon and um uh who's the other? Uh Chris Redfield. I see them actually they they could actually fit in as G.I. Joe's. Snake Eyes takes off his helmet and it's Michonne. There you go. That'd be perfect. Okay, from <laughs> big robots to big monsters, legendary pictures is team up with Apple TV Plus to, de- to develop a new live action Godzilla series. Oh. And the whole idea is that it's going to expand into like a monster universe. A monster the monster verse, right. Oh, that, that's actually kind of dope. I mean, it's got Apple TV Plus. I still there find already that. been live action Godzillas? No, but they're doing a, a, a TV show based on like the current run of the Titans and, and like everything that's going on. 
on. So like, you know, the movie we just got, Godzilla versus uh, King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus, mm-hmm. I don't remember who has the top billing on that. But uh, like in that universe, like we're going to get more Godzilla. We're going to get more Mecha Godzilla. We're probably going to, they, they probably need something long form in order to tell all the stories that live within the monster verse. Yeah. yeah. It's always weird though. Like, don't look at my water. Um, <laughs> it's always weird how, like, how do they relate big, huge, gigantic monsters to like humans? And how do the humans be a part of the story? Like Mothra is like a super easy way to, to do that. Yeah. I always, I always think it's a weird jump, but yeah, we have a Synopzilla. Synopzilla. This series will follow the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco and the shocking new reality that monsters are real. The untitled series explores one family's journey. See, the human type. The one family's journey to uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to the secret organization known as Monarch. Uh-huh. It's kind of a perfect name. So we don't have any word yet on when the new Godzilla series will be stomping onto Apple TV+. Plus. I saw once someone asked if uh, the people in San Francisco in that universe are tired of living in San Francisco because they get stomped on like every 10, 15 years. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Tokyo? Yeah. Sorry, I had to do it. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> the Godzilla roar has always bugged. It always like hurts my ears. Uh, what was it? The first Godzilla movie where they had like a joke prank on uh, on like the sound of it, the sound itself. Mm-hmm. I think where he yeah. opens the fence and it's uh, and it sounds like Godzilla roaring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say what's funny is it's supposed to be based off what T Rex sounded like, but then like I think about ten years ago, scientists came out and said that doesn't like that. That's not what T Rex sounded like at all. Mm-hmm. Based off uh, how T Rex's um, throat looked like. Yeah. They, <laughs> They uh they 3D printed the uh, the, vocal, the, cords. the vocal cords mm-hmm. and it sounds exactly like what they're saying it is a giant chicken. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine, imagine just like you have a giant. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrifying, though. Can you imagine a giant chicken? Ah! I think that's more scary than a giant lizard screaming at you. That sounds like a monster. Like a giant chicken sounds fucking terrifying. You see the size of that chicken? Name that movie. Uh. You see the size of that chicken? I feel dumb right now. Yeah. Cause I'm wanted, wanted, dead or alive. Do the chickens have large talons? It's from Young Guns when they're all oh, hopped up right. on peyote. He's all shooting in the air. He's like, you see the size of that chicken? Anyway, all right, moving on. I need to rewatch that movie. It's been a while. From the MonsterVerse a great movie, to a galaxy far, far away. This Ooh. I'm excited for. Here we I'm go. Stupid excited for this. I, I, I yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let James speak. Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. EA has announced that they're teaming up with Lucas Games for three, not one, not two, but three new games set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Now the big deal on this one is Respawn Entertainment will be leading the development and the production of a new product uh project with vince zampella uh, uh the group gm and founder of respawn entertainment uh, overseeing the next phase of ea's relationship lucasfilm if you guys are unfamiliar with respawn uh respawn entertainment was um that's an awesome name for a, a gaming company though yeah but uh i'm trying to uh activision blizzard no uh they were the company the original company that d- developed the modern call of duty I'm trying to remember the name of the oh. company Oh, Apex Legends, Titanfall, Titanfall 2. Okay, Medal of Honor. Um, I mean, yeah, no, those are the those are the games that they're making now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Respawn Entertainment's doing now. Um, but they're making three games. That's kind of cool, and they're all like three different games, not like you know 
three games in the same series. They're all different games, you know, based in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. That's kind of Infinity kinda... Ward. So Infinity Ward, uh, there was like a mass exodus a few years back, almost 10 years now, uh, where like everybody at Infinity Ward got fired and they like redid the entire company structure. Well, all the people who got fired from Infinity War went and remade a new company called Respawn Entertainment. And their whole argument was, you know, the only reason that Call of Duty is successful at all is because of the development team that they had and they were like we're valuable so we're gonna go and make respawn entertainment and we're gonna show you guys that we are the shit essentially and the first game out of the gate was uh was titanfall and then mm. kind of proved that like they make really good games you know uh titanfall 2 didn't do as well um but apex legends is their big thing right now and that's like a huge huge following right now and apex legends lives in the same uh the same universe as, as uh titanfall pretty cool mm -hmm. so they're they're a staple in right. the industry right and they're they're now the ones that are developing the next star wars game so i'm i'm excited for that so look, check out this game lineup so it's confirmed confirmed that one of the games they're developing is a sequel to jedi fallen order right uh they announced this a while back they they greenlit they were going to be doing a uh, follow-up to fallen order which makes sense um i don't know i i'm, I'm not going to try i'm not going to spoil anything um because it just came out today and we're not talking about this episode today but yeah. a character from the first fallen order game shows up in in uh in book of boba, book of boba. Yep. and i'm actually interested in like how did he get on tatooine oh i know exactly how he got on tatooine unless unless it's unless it's a completely different droid but i mean that he even had the same name so it's almost like uh, i don't know i don't know what you're talking about i'm gonna have to go back and watch that episode oh got it okay yeah okay yeah sorry so uh sequel the jedi fallen order the second one will be some kind of first person star wars shooter a little pew pew right that's right up your your alley i wonder if it's gonna be like along the same lines as battlefield or battlefront or unless they're uh like, like are they doing another battlefront game or are they trying to do something completely different mm, good point that was a big game right battlefront's huge yeah there were two of them right yeah yeah, yeah. battlefront is I, I have battlefront great game wait uh -huh. so is it like a first person shooter or are they doing dog fights too it says all they all they said it was a first person shooter okay that's all we know so far and then the third game is going to be a strategy game Ooh. so what what is a strategy game like it depends uh i mean there's a couple of different types strategy games that are out there uh if it's an rts like if it's a real-time strategy game it's more like starcraft or world okay. of warcraft okay which okay. there is a game called uh i want to say star wars star wars galaxies or it's no it, i i used to have it but i mean basically there was an rts that you could play as like star wars characters and then you had hero characters stuff. like do like different missions and right. level up and things right. like that okay. and the idea was that like you play as the empire and trying to like build the imperial armada oh um and you're like going from planet to planet you're like taking over planets so then you have hero characters like you can hire Boba Fett or you can send Vader down and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's, it was a pretty pretty fun game. Um, Or, I mean, the only other strategy games would be like, you know, like mobile games tend to have like, you know, strategy games, like tower defense games and stuff like that. I'm oh, hoping okay. that that's not what they're doing because that just, I, I feel like those games are just cheap and they're just, you know, like loot box stuff. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. Because I am so into those weird like tower games. I'm like, oh, let me. But the thing is, is, I don't, you don't like League of Legends? I, I mean, that's a no, tower game. No, but what I'm saying is if it's like one of those like if it's if it's a if it's a mobile game that mm -hmm. they're developing i mean ea is already known for putting shitty loot boxes in games and like creating games that are that are pay to play and i don't like that kind of stuff no. cool so I'm, I'm hoping that that's not what they're doing i'm hoping they're actually going to do like a full-on full-on game you know that's what's going to be because the pay to play has just been blowing up yeah so all I mean, we might find out soon because all three games are like in the process now not right. like hey we're going to do this 
it's like they've all broken ground right. on all these. Right. So I'm into that. That's pretty cool. So maybe they need some beta testers. Maybe. I don't, nice. I don't know where I sign up for that. So no dates on when we will say hello there. to any of these games. I'm getting hungry. Always hungry, man. Who's hangry? I'm hangry. I'm hangry. But how hangry? How I'm hangry? Very hangry. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. After you see what we're about to talk about right now, you this story will test your hangriness. Yeah, it really right? will. This is so no. weird. Okay, so McDonald's, <laughs> you know how they have like, especially international, like McDonald's International, um, is full of all kinds of like crazy, unique kind of uh, uh, menu items that are specific to the location. You know, like you can get um, a spam burger at mm-hmm. you know, the Hawaii yeah. McDonald's, yeah, 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 or spam yeah. masubi at you know the McDonald's in Hawaii. This one's going to be a little interesting. So I'm going to Hawaii. Excuse me, I'm going to Hawaii. Spam masubi at McDonald's, right? Yeah. So um, there's a new ice cream flavor that mcdonald's in thailand are going to be introducing so mcdonald's is about to debut this chili paste pork ice cream <laughs> in participating thailand restaurants the ice cream machine would have to be working for them to give that out it's true yeah. but the thing is is maybe they work in thailand i think they just don't work in the u.s <laughs> it just sounds crazy that you're putting all these verbs and adjectives together you know chili <laughs> paste pork ice cream okay well, chili pork and ice cream chili paste makes sense pork flavored chili paste ice cream uh-huh so here's a <laughs> sweet and savory synopsis sweet and savory synopsis the dessert offers <laughs> mcdonald's signature vanilla soft serve covered in a chili paste sauce and shredded pork floss which, which is dried Asian <laughs> meat I'm done. on top of the food bye see you later so that was it <laughs> gonna, i guess i guess this is it so the yeah. flavor combination will be like a rich spicy and meaty taste on the ice cream come on come on i mean i'd probably give it a try i i was raised with a nana or grandma who i call you nana who grew up in in hong kong um and loved to give me things that would i'd be like oh no 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 um so i probably uh, she was born in hong kong uh not asian well not. Okay. uh yeah she was born in hong kong and she would give me an alter thing growing up that i'd be like Bleh. but then you try it it's pretty good so mm-hmm. i mean it's worth a try just one like just, just like a taste and you know i probably never get to because i'm american but chili pork ice cream uh, you gotta taste it at least once yeah i'm i'm down with it i wish they had it here because i would yeah. buy for yeah. leap because that would oh, be i would awesome. too i would too that would be awesome. distance nerding ice cream social are you um are you experimental when it comes to food like are you oh, willing yeah. to try things or are you like no i can't get that out of my face can't eat it big time big time which one which i'm i'm very experimental i'll i'll try anything because like when i was living in portland oregon there were so many places that you know offered things you could go around the world with food yeah. um so yeah i'm very i'll try it at least once even if i go spit it in a trash can after oh that's rude <laughs> eat it yeah so at least um, hit your hit your belly give it the grumbles no, no some things just... pay for it the next day but you gotta try it at least one mm, i'm saying no. i i want to say that i'm brave when it comes to food mm-hmm. i just have certain things i'm like nope i decided i don't like it like i don't like tripe you know what i mean like i don't want to uh i don't want it too spongy yeah but i'll try something even if it's hot i'll try it and i'm not a big like hot spicy guy i like i like menudo and stuff which surprises people 
let's see. Um, I don't like yams. And so, I mean, everybody's got their thing. You don't like yams? Too, like, too starchy? Mm -hmm. But you like a potato? Yeah, I like potatoes. Aren't you my, Irish? Yeah. My potatoes should not be sweet. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, you're a, you're a potato purist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see where you're going. See, that makes yeah. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah. okay, I'm Asian. You know, give me that rice. Like, I, I look at people sideways when, like, um, they take the rice that I make, that I slave over by turning the rice cooker on, and they put, like, butter on it, you know? Or, like, my brother-in-law came over, and he's like, wow, you make really good rice. I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Like, yeah. but then he's like, do you have any milk and sugar? I'm like, get out of my house. Like, you don't put milk and sugar on rice. What? Get out of here. Right? Uh, yeah, that makes, like, a pudding or something. Yeah. What? No, we're just talking about, I don't know. He, he wants milk and sugar on rice. Um, I've tried that. Some Asian um, restaurants do that for, like, dessert. Yeah, but, like. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm saying Mexican, Latinos, we do that. Yeah, I, I just, like, for a dessert. Yeah. But he was like. I like it. Give me rice. Give me my milk. But it's, and... it's not, like, regular milk. It's, like, sweet milk. Yeah, like well, a condensed milk. I, I was going to say, that's, like, you, if you've ever had horchata, horchata is just mm -hmm. basically rice water. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I don't know. It's just weird when, like, people make rice into pudding or something like that. that rice pudding, you rice mean? Cream. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, it's in um uh uh one of the the drinks that we had at uh at um at the the recent anniversary we went to. Um, I'm for, I'm drawing a blank uh on the the Asian uh, uh -huh. drinks. Yeah, they have beans the and it's got oh. <laughs> no, it's like it's a it's the drink. It's Asian. It's like it's got beans and it's got it's Filipino actually. Uh, and hello, it's hello? got hollow hollow. I didn't I think I like those at hello, hello. all. What what'd you say? Do, I, do you consider hollow hollow a drink? No, it's like a dessert. But yeah, I, I see I what she was going to say. That's like yeah. snow and ice cream, man. Yeah, I see what she was going with. Dude, I had some, uh, where was I? I had some Ubi ice cream the other day. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. You know, that really, really like, you saying you didn't like yams, but like it's made out of taro root. So it's like really super oh, purpley. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It's like, it brings back my childhood. I was like, oh, it's so good. And then uh, Coco, my, my youngest daughter, she, her favorite color is purple. And she saw it. She's like, is that for me? I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't <laughs> stop for dad anymore. And I handed it to her. And she was like, oh, man. She just, <laughs> like okay I'm, i respect that yeah at, at least she enjoys it yeah that's, get back that's... to your roots i like it yeah. i like it. Uh -huh. see what you did there yeah get back to your roots roots because it's a root by the way back to the chili paste pork ice cream I'm gonna throw up we're gonna we're gonna go feed him it's um... only available until <laughs> tuesday april 5th so we better we all better get to thailand yeah so we can try this i'll go to thailand right yeah get it in thailand while it's hot and that's yeah. all the news that's how the cookie crumbles I got some rumors. You guys want to do You got some rumors. Start all for the rumors. Uh, starting rumors. There we go. Starting rumors. Okay. That's that's like enough like off of what it is where we can't get sued for it. So That is my favorite version already. Starting rumors. Starting rumors. The look that comes over your face when you do it. Starting rumors. Kind of freaks me out. <laughs> we should just clip that and make it our... That's what freaks me out. Like the chat has gone silent because of the rumors. The chat's been silent silent for like an hour well i think I it's it, i think i scared people away with the chili paste pork ice oh, cream oh no that's 100 that's what happens i apologize yeah. for that i apologize okay rumors let's get into rumors sony slash i get i, I don't know if i can say mcu slow sony slash marvel MCU, so it's still yeah it's still they're still they're 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 consciously uncoupling and at the same time it's a will they or won't they thing this this
this store, we had an entire conversation about this on yeah. in the post. It was yeah. Just, yeah. So it, it's weird, but Sony Pictures is pretty far along in the development of a Spider-Man spinoff for Madam Web. This is not MCU in any way. By That's the what way. I was like. I yeah. was about to say MCU. I'm like, hmm. no. This this is specifically Sony's Spider Verse. Is that that's what they changed it to, right? So Sony's going like this to Marvel right now. Sony is like, we want to make money that is not related to Marvel MCU. Uh, mm-hmm. and by doing so, we're gonna make a bunch of movies that are Spider-Man adjacent. I don't have Spider-Man in them, but are Spider-Man characters, right? This is our Venoms, which they just added into the MCU, but like these are our Venoms and our Craven. Um, well, Craven is in development right now more morbius right um mm-hmm. you know i mean is it is it a spoiler if we talk about what happened at the end of, of uh, spider-man i mean kind of i don't know yeah it's not the it's not the point of the story though yeah, but yeah. i was gonna bring up the fact that they they came back right and now we're maybe gonna see them again and it's that universe supposedly and this is another rumor that i don't think we've written down but supposedly that version of venom is supposed to be in um what's his name the other spider-man not toby Maguire, but um uh, uh, andrew uh andrew garfield Field. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be a part of the Andrew Garfield's universe. Uh, that's what I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think they were all part of um, like Andrew Garfield's or, or Toby's. Well, and they're saying specifically now Andrew Garfield's universe because they're, they've been talking about bringing Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which would be cool. But are they making a Madam Web movie slash spinoff so slash this, thing? This, this was confirmed a while back They were yeah. that they were developing Madam They've Web. even got toys out. But I guess our production this year. Yeah. I, again, this is one of those things where it's like I don't know why like Morbius is a bigger character than Madam Web. Yeah. Morbius like makes sense because he actually is a, a known character. Mm-hmm. He's one of those characters where it's like even if you don't know all of the characters from Spider-Man, Morbius is the name that's come up for. Right. Right. Madam Web, people barely know who she is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like she's um a central character to At things. All. She's more like um I'm trying to think of somebody in like uh, uh another universe that would be, be similar. It would be like it'd be like making a whole movie about the Oracle in the Matrix. Yeah. yeah, she's just there to like help the story along, but instead she gets a whole movie. So we're getting a whole Madam Web movie. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Oracle, as in like uh, Bad Girl. And it's like, I mean, even then, yeah. like most people, most people don't know who like her Oracle days. They know her as Bat Girl, but they don't yeah. know like know who she is. When she's Oracle. That's supposed to be like post Joker shot her and, and severed her spine. So yeah, yeah. Now she's a cripple, but at the same time, she's still full to Batman because she basically becomes who Alfred used to be. She's the guy in the chair, exactly. Like Ned from. Spider-Man. Oh yeah, exactly. Feeding him all the information. So just to get everybody up to speed, uh, Madam Web, also known as Cassandra Web, usually depicted as like an elderly blind woman um, who has some kind of neuromuscular disease and is like hooked up to a lot of, I don't know, technology. Yeah. I don't know. She has like difficulty breathing, yada, yada. But she's like um, clairvoyant and precognitive. So it's like she's predicting things. Isn't she connected to like the multiverse as well? Yeah. Like she's at the center of like the Spider-Verse. She, I mean, that's the thing is that she is is part of like Amazing Spider-Man, so it was like you know she's such a minor character. So weird, huh? So I don't, I, I don't see how they're gonna do an entire production on Madam Web. I think we can speculate that all night long. So real quick, tacos on the table. Are we getting a Madam Web movie in production this year? Go Phoenix. Tacos are fully on the table here. Uh, yeah, because I think Sony is trying so hard to consciously uncouple, and mom and dad are getting a divorce, and you know they're trying to be the cool parents.
parent over here. So got it. How about you? Hundred percent. They're they're the movie is probably going into production. It's been in um it's been in pre-production for like the last year. They announced it like when they started announcing that we're gonna do a Morbius movie and we're gonna do Craven the Hunter and we're gonna do um Black Cat and Silver Sable and all that kind of stuff. Like Madam Webb was another character that they announced. And again, I was just like, Why Madam Webb? She's so not that big of a character. Let's move on. I got a juicier one. Unless I was gonna got- say, I, I just I have a feeling, um, yeah, that COVID had something to do with it. We may have even seen her before Morbius if COVID hadn't hit. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, like I, I remember them starting to talk about her after they announced Black Cat and Silver Sable, which mm-hmm. since has like gone out of production and they're not making that. So it's like, oh, at all? Uh, they're done. It, it got shelved. I'm, I'm sure they're at some point they're going to bring them back up. But I mean, like, yeah, at, it got shelved, uh, put on the shelf because I think now they're talking about doing Gwen Stacy. So. That would be good. Just because Gwen Stacy has gone gotten so big in the last couple of years, they're just like, oh, we can do Spider Woman, uh, or I guess Gwen Stacy, uh, you know, Gwen Stacy Spider Man. But I mean, like they, um, they're saying like that now they can do that, especially now that like you know they have the new Spider Man and his friend on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and she's like a main character on that, and she was in Spider Verse, and they're yeah. talking about doing the women of the Spider Verse. So now now they they shelf Black Cat and Silver Sable in favor of possibly doing a Gwen Stacy Spider Woman uh, movie. I'd be down with that. Yeah, I, I I'd be okay with that. Um, again, my, my my only issue is just I don't feel like Sony has a grip on what it is that they want to do with this Spider-Man universe. Um, and I don't feel like they're going to do it right. Mm. Uh, they've dropped the ball so many times with Spider-Man that I don't feel like they do justice to the character. Just because they shouldn't doesn't mean they won't. No, I know that. that yeah. That's what I'm saying. As much as I don't want them to do it, they're going to do it. Yeah. But I mean, right. we get like into the Spider-Verse and that's like the blueprint of how to bring Spider-Man out in this day and age. But the thing is, is that Sony is willing to do more with animation because they don't care as much about animation. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So they're, they're like, they'll do, uh, like, the only reason that Into the Spider-Verse worked was because they took their hands out of it and said, hey, you guys can do what you want. It's animation. We don't, no, nobody's going to watch this. Nobody cares. That's mm-hmm. the attitude that Sony has, right? Mm-hmm. And then it is a complete hit. And then they get uh, a, a sequel and Sony is, hopefully they're keeping their hands out of the second movie too and it's like, just let them do their thing, you right. know? Um, but that's the thing is that they're, like, a lot of these studios get the wrong ideas when things are a hit you know it's like a lot of times they'll say it's a hit we need to re you know redo uh lightning in a bottle but they don't know what made the lightning strike in the first place you gotta add my notes to it and it'll make it that much better right it's like you know like warner brothers does it all the time you know where it's like hey we had one movie that was good um so let's try and recreate everything we did with this movie or you know their problem is they're trying to recreate mc the mcu and it's like and they're trying to do it faster and it's like don't do that like like you have to build your universe from the ground up yeah you know but they want the money now and they're not willing to wait the time to build a good story i think sony has that same problem i think so speaking of problem i felt like my head was too small compared to (laughs) your head so i had to move up closer to the camera because i was like so i want my head (laughs) is young phil's head so my head's gonna be bigger oh oh, i got some pores going oh wow let's let's, wow that's that's how you gotta that's how you gotta do like the next stream just like look at that look at that such long eyelashes. I, I know. Again, people don't realize my eyes are green. So it's just like, are they? Hi. <laughs> I'm not looking deep. From like eyes. far away, it's like, oh yeah, no, they they don't look that green. And then you look at them, it's like, oh, God, they are. Have green. you have you stared deeply into his eyes lately? You should. Oh no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, they are. Huh? <laughs> 
Anyway, sorry, I'm weird. It's okay. Let's go. More rumors. I got some juicy Star Wars rumors. Yes. So, Book of Boba Fett, we've seen almost like a parade of aliens and droids throughout Book of Boba Fett, which that's cool. Everybody gets a deep cut on some of them. It's pretty cool to see all these different types of characters, you know, especially in like the streets of Tatooine and and in, uh, what is it, the sanctuary and whatnot. Tatooine. So, there was a recent interview that Tamora Morrison did. Um, and he was asked about Ewoks and he answered his answer was I like those Ewoks they were great to work with they were funny they were funny and I'm like we haven't <laughs> seen any Ewoks yeah are we gonna get Ewoks in Book of Boba or maybe and this is a possibility wait 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 before you go there like oh. are, are we gonna get Ewoks in Book of Boba we got two more episodes now mm. you know what do oh. you guys think? don't don't go on yet <laughs> slow it down slow it down there green eyes one thing at a time green eye dragon exactly just, just curious are you still, are you keeping up every Wednesday with your every Tuesday night at midnight? Yeah. Okay. This, yeah. this is just there's a possibility mm-hmm. that Tamora is mixing up Ewoks with Jawas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say that. Yeah. Because it happens. Yeah. I guess. That's what I'm saying. There's a possibility. I thought you were gonna say he's mixed up Wookies and Ewok. No. 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 Yeah. And, and I, I am trying so hard because you got you get what I'm saying now. You 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 yeah. You and I yeah. Yeah. So answer the question at hand. Talk about the question because at hand. Then we go then we go full spoilers. The most recent episode, there is a certain thing that appears, and we think that they were mixed up with Ewoks. But I'm, I mean, okay, to be fair, they're on a planet that if that are full of Jawas. Mm-hmm. So I mean that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there's a high level chance that he just mixed up Ewoks with Jawas. Yeah. Now it could also be a lead-on. They we we have two more episodes left. There could be a bunch of Ewoks. Walks that show up in the cantina. Yeah. Wait, why? Why can't they right. go get a drink? They just they the, walk the dangerous up. little bears. Yeah. It's not on Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and, and when you're when you're a cannibal cannibal teddy bear, yeah. maybe they're the ones that put the stormtrooper helmets on the pikes. Like that's at, true because that's what they did on uh, on Endor. Yeah. Like yeah. a little barbecue. They had a little barbecue. You know, a little little yep, cookout. Yep. Yep. Eat one guy. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, what are we gonna do with these helmets? Put them on a pike while we cook this barbecue feast. Right. Try tip stormtrooper. Fun fact. You guys know the Ewok language is an actual language, right? Mm-hmm. You can learn it on, uh, I think, TikTok. Uh, Say TikTok. You can learn it on TikTok. You can. Oh, I'm bringing a link with the the website's called. You know what yeah. language? My, right? MySpace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a local Chinese dialect. Is it really? What? It's a local tribal Chinese dialect. What do you mean local? Like, like in China, uh, like there was like Vallejo. A, what do you mean local? No, no, so there was like a village that they went to that. Uh, That's not local. Well, I mean, <laughs> not local to us, but I mean, like it's one of those, like it, it's it's a it's. it's like a uh, uh, so in China, of course, two we main shoot languages. Shoot this episode in Taiwan. It's okay, guys. <laughs> in China, there's two main languages, right? You have Mandarin and Cantonese, right? Uh, a lot of times in rural China, there are languages that aren't like, that are different languages that aren't Mandarin or Cantonese. Yeah, uh, I feel yeah. One of the the the, the Ewok language is uh, is is a Chinese dialect that's not Mandarin or Cantonese. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I remember. I, to... I remember because uh, what it was was uh, Lucas was touring for. Or, um empire and he when he was touring through through china uh he they, they went they stopped by this village and he like heard this language and was like i need to put this in a movie what i'm gonna have to look that yeah, up there, there's an interview with him that where i don't even know it. if my tacos are on the table for your story yeah, no I, like i said there was an inter- there, there's an interview for it uh, about that where they talk about like how they came up with the the language for the ewoks i don't know about that one i'm mm-hmm. gonna have to look that one up 
that sounds super interesting. And so, I am going to be learning um, that language. That'd be interesting. Tacos on the table. Are we getting Ewoks in Book of Boba? Yes no. or no? You say no. Tacos on the table. Young Phil, Mr. Ewok language. Half a taco. Lo like a local Cantonese taco? Yes. Okay. Half a taco. I don't think that a was a local allowed. Cantonese taco. But I guess we're going to allow it. Okay. Let's spin this. He's talking about Ewoks. Tamora's talking about Ewoks. Another theory about this is that Tamora may have filmed some sequences for another project that took place on the forest moon of Endor. Huh? I can believe that. Now there I can believe because the certain uh, reappearance of characters are about to come back and we know that Boba is about to come or uh, that uh, Mandalorian is about to come back. And of course I have a theory that we're going to see Boba more in the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian comes back. So I mean it's believable that we could go see our favorite little um, cannibalistic teddy bears. Right. So <laughs> just as a reminder the finale of Star Wars Rebels confirmed that Captain Rex was a clone mm -hmm. of Jango Fett played by Tamora Morrison had assisted in the Rebels in the Battle of Endor. Like he was a ground trooper on, on Endor. Hmm. Oh interesting. I see what you're doing there. Pretty cool. Now go look that up. Let's go find some stuff. <laughs> so, okay. What I'm showing him right now and I'm just kind of jumping back. But the Ewok language in Star Wars is based on which human languages? Tibetan and Kalmaic Oryat. Oryat. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. The first thing you don't know how to pronounce. To the ears of native I know right to the ears of native English speakers with no other language instruction the high-pitched language spoken by the Ewoks in the Star Wars universe sounds more like gibberish for many Star Wars viewers around the world however it was possible to pick up bits of actual conversation in the chattering of the diminutive tree dwellers the Ewok language was created by Return of the Jedi sound designer Ben Burt by creating a pseudo pidgin language based primarily on Tibetan the language of the Tibet autonomous region of the People's Republic of China and Kalmyk Oriya the language of Kalmyk people uh, a group of Mongolian descendants found today in the Republic of Kalmyak on a western shore in the Caspian Sea. Bert used recordings of native speakers and these languages as a basis for sounds that became the Ewok language and were formed by voice actors who imitated the native language voices uh, in different styles to create the distinctive Ewok chatter for the scene in which C-3PO speaks Ewokese. Actor Anthony Daniels worked with Bert and developed words based on the recordings. Very cool. Mm -hmm. That does not answer if your tacos are on the table. I, I I said, very I, angry. What? I said half a taco on the table for or Ewoks are going to show up in, in Book of Bubba. No, the other part of that, oh. the Endor part where Tamora has filmed like Endor scenes. Oh, the part that you didn't listen to. It was that part where we get Tamora back as Captain Rex. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yes. And that's probably going to end up being in um, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. That makes sense. Yeah. Like a little, a little like shifting of. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like Tamora playing, uh, playing clones, right. especially because yeah, now that they've confirmed that Rex was on Endor, so. Yeah. I'll give it five out of ten Borg tacos. Borg tacos. Oh. Oh, hello there. Hello there. Uh, I, I, my tacos are definitely on the table for, for that. Got it. I think at some point, whether it's something soon or not, uh, they're going to show Rex on Endor. I think so. Yeah. It'll be a weird flashback, but why not? We, yeah. We've got flashbacks of everything. Let's do but, it. But I mean, well, especially since they've already talked about it being canon, like it's, it's, you're going to, we're going to see it. At yeah. I would say they hinted toward, yeah, they hinted towards it in the animated series. So why wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and Ahsoka seems like they're going to be pulling a lot of stuff from Rebels. So, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Does that mean that Ahsoka was there on Endor? That's no. What I'm about. It, it, because it does, the, the, the story itself does take place uh, post-Jedi. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I think it might be like, you know, they're going to show, you know, Rex and Ahsoka linking back up. And then she's going to ask him like, hey, where have you been? What are the things you've been about uh, on? And it's going to explain the story of Endor. I like it. That makes sense. If she's even alive. We hear her voice. Um, Ray hears her voice. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, 
again, I mean, uh, the uh, Ahsoka series itself takes place in the same time as Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, that means it takes place, what, eight years after the events of Jedi? Five years after the Battle of Endor. Right there. So five years after the Battle of Endor. So, I mean, if it's five years, again, like within, at this point, within 10 years, because there might be another time jump, but like within 10 years of the Battle of Endor, I'm sure it's going to be like, like, like I just said, like Captain Rex is going to link back up with Ahsoka and she's going to be like, hey, what have you been up to? And he's going to say, well, I fought in this war and explain the Battle of Endor. And it's not going to be like the full Battle of Endor. It's just going to be his like action mm -hmm. during mm -hmm. the Battle of Endor. Yeah, I dig it. That's all the rumors I got. Let's move on. Just two rumors. Well, two and a half. Just two and a half. So what we got, we got, I, I'm excited for this next thing, but what, what, are we doing a breakdown? Let's break it down. Break it down. She don't know. She don't know. Yeah, she's too young. Book of Boba, episode four, The Gathering Storm. Yes. So this was kind of a unique episode. We've gotten a lot of flashbacks throughout the show. Right. This was pretty much one long flashback for the most part. Yeah. And it was showing the moments where Boba came in contact and kind of before that with Fennec and how they met, how they developed their relationship. What was your initial thoughts of this episode? Because it was kind of just a character building piece. It kind of was. I felt like it should have been earlier um, than this. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Um, I dug the whole episode. You know, like, like the whole thing is every episode. It's it's almost like how it is with Mandalorian, right? It's like every episode ramps up and every episode gives me something new that attaches me more to the show. And I know like you have we have people like Aaron who just doesn't that does not like this, but it's more so because he doesn't like Boba. Mm -hmm. Right. But I mean, like, I feel like the story is is it, it draws me in more and more every week. And to do something like this where we're getting the 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 past and kind of like what what Boba's been dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of like, you know, up to the point where we're at, like, I, I, I dug it. What did you think, Phoenix? I really liked it. Like I said, I should have been done earlier um, because it, it you're looking at Shannon and, you know, we know that he saved her life. Yeah, sure. OK, but she was this badass, you know, bounty hunter. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, let's bow down to the king. I, it didn't make sense until now. So like, I what, feel like so indebted. Yeah, him, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, like he saved her life. But, you know, after it, that, what happened with Boba, you would have been like mm -hmm. Sayonara. But now you get it. It's it's almost a trip seeing um like there, there's been no reason to believe that she has any kind of like, you know, droid parts or anything like that. And that she has like mechanical like like mods mods mm -hmm. you know, that she's modded and that's what's keeping her alive. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. she shows it a little bit like for a flash of a second when she first shows up again in, in um, Mandalorian. Yeah. But she's like, I'm alive, sucker. Yeah. Well, right. she's like she shows you like her belly and stuff like you see it for a flash, but you you don't really think about it. You're like, oh, OK, you know, um, because they go, they they start so it like, you know, the action just starts from there and you don't think about it again. But then you realize that she was severely with that scene. She was severely altered um, with all the parts and the wires. Uh, um, she's a bit like Darth Vader now, <laughs> as far as modifications. How did she live that long? Like, <laughs> like going from like, OK, you've been shot laying on the ground and on Tatooine to like being carried by a Bantha. Yeah. Which is not like it's a cheetah or something. Yeah. To some other random like mechanic shop for the most part and to get stitched together. It was so weird. I'm like, I, I guess. I think I was oh, trying to, to show that she, how close to death she was, how long yeah. they've waited to get help. Right. Yeah, He's like, was... give her priority. She's going to die. He's like, yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> I will give you credits. Um, We have some Easter eggs mm -hmm. in this. I'm excited to get on these Easter eggs though. So 
we got um I, I don't know if it's like a, an easter egg really but it's more like an homage mm-hmm. but the whole uh boba riding a bantha yeah across the the dune sea it had like a lot of like new hope vibes to it like it did original star wars vibes to it, which you know makes sense being on tattooing and i i just kind of dug that little that little bit like if they didn't need to do it right but i'm just like okay we're, we're in this world like i'm down with that so that was kind of cool you know especially even like there was like a bantha skeleton yeah which reminded yeah. me of like what was that like a dragon some kind of the great dragon great dragon, yeah. you know skeleton in the original movie i'm like oh it's kind of a little homage to it so I kind of things die in in, in in the great dune sea exactly exactly so uh and then we got a lot we got a lot of aliens we talked about aliens yeah. earlier but um we're getting more droids more aliens trandoshans talk more about trandoshans trandoshans later and the aqualish and the clatoonians and but this next one um i didn't really think about it so we know tatooine has twin sons right mm-hmm. but i guess it also has like triplet moons and right. like and i guess that was yeah. the books or something like that mm-hmm. I, they totally didn't need to show it but they showed it right. there was like one scene where they were like panning through the sky and it was like you know dark they showed the three moons of tatooine i'm like oh that's kind of cool mm-hmm. kind of dig that it's like how often do you see night scenes on tatooine right so it's kind of cool you know that they're kind of throwing in these easter eggs from the books and everything it's yeah. pretty cool yeah so um they were first named in like a 2015 star wars like one of those encyclopedia books mm-hmm. they were called um it was star sure. wars absolutely everything you need to know and then and they named the three moons brainstorm yeah so yeah. i was like oh that's kind of cool that they put it in there so like baloney totally deep cutting everything and that's what he does is he always does like super super deep cuts like you if you're not paying attention to the books and the comics and everything mm-hmm. you're you're gonna miss something yeah exactly speaking of missing something going back to the whole um boba you know first finding fennec shand right chand shand um did you notice there was a slight difference from the version that we saw in mandalorian i did notice that mm-hmm. and it was the sound design the, not only the sound design but also what boba's wearing because when mm. you walk up in the, in the first episode and in in the mando. gunslinger and yeah. mando like it's like clearly his boots oh really yeah i don't remember that but you hear so going back to and it, you hear so, the spurs right you hear the spurs which are kind of for for star wars synonymous with boba fett right that you hear spurs right boba fett. but in this boba fett whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> There's knocking over bottles. It's okay, there's nothing in it. <laughs> right as right as you did the <laughs> Boba Fett, you knocked over a bottle on on my computer. I'm like, ah! Anyway, it was empty. I didn't know that. We were okay. I Everything's all right. Crisis averted. Well then, we can go back to doing the news. Sorry about your seat. <laughs> Uh, yes, the, I just peed myself. The spur sound was gone from this episode. It, it was there. I was listening for it. It, it wasn't like the same sound. It, it was a lot more subtle. Yeah. So like it, in in Gunslinger, it was like very pronounced and you could hear that verse. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And that's why a lot of people were like, it's got to be Boba Fett. There's uh-huh. nobody else that it would be. It's got to be Boba Fett. Um, I I specifically when that scene came on, I was listening for it mm-hmm. because the, the main thing was I noticed the boots that he's wearing in this scene. And I was like, spur, how is he going to make the spur sound? Right. Yeah. And then when he hopped off the uh, light, well, yeah, when he hopped off, yeah. uh, off, off the the freaking uh, yeah. um, I was listening for uh, for his feet because I was like, are they going to do the sound? And it was a very subtle, but you could hear the spurs. Ah, okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like hear it, hear it, so mm-hmm. maybe I just have to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. But it definitely was different. Yeah, I was paying attention to it because again.
again, knowing Boba Fett and being that he's one of my favorite characters, there's always certain things that I listen for yeah. uh, on screen when you see that character. And and that was like, I was like, are they going to take the spur sound away? Because he's not wearing anything that would not give that sound. Mm-hmm. And they were still there. So I was like, okay. So, I mean, you know, they're they're at least acknowledging that that sound is synonymous with Boba Fett when he walks. Right, right. Yeah. So Boba takes Fennec to a modder like, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So we 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 see the modder and he's like working on somebody's, I don't know, whatever back. It almost looks like a tattoo parlor. Mm-hmm. It did. It, it very much reminded me of that. That's what I was going to ask you guys if that reminded you of like, is this like young uh, adults trying to figure out like how to be different? Almost like people have different tattoos these days. Mm-hmm. People are, mm-hmm. are like modding themselves in the Star Wars universe. Right. Like, it gives you like certain abilities, right? Like you even looked at the girl and like she was getting her back done or whatever. Um, and it makes you wonder like, what does that do? Does it, mm-hmm. you know, is it making her faster or yeah, like, yeah. Cause like, if you haven't noticed, like they all had some sort of modification made them, gave them almost like a Star Warsy, Swarzy superpower. Um, like, you know, the guy had the eye and then, um, yeah. So, I mean, we didn't go high, like deep enough into what the mod do, except save lives. Right. <laughs> so, so that modder, um, did you notice like his hand came on and off? Yeah. Yeah. His initial hand was a, like a battle droid hand, right? Mm-hmm. Like a separatist battle droid hand. I'm like, Oh, that's why I look familiar. I'm like, like, how looks familiar. Yeah. And then he put like a, a plasma cutter on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a, a torturing Prince Leia um, flashback. I don't know if anyone else did. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to, um, let me see who that is because that was somebody I forgot to look that up. Hold on one second. So that modder is somebody. Thundercat. Yeah. So who, yeah. Who's that? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not familiar with him. Uh, I looked it up and then I, and then I heard it when I was, um, um, doing some research. I just want to know the band. Just want to know the band. Anyway, you look it up. I'm going to keep going. But his name is Thundercat. Like, yeah. that's his nickname. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, he's made his acting debut. So, while you're looking... He looks like a rapper. Yeah. yeah. While you're looking it up, let's keep going. So... Oh, we, he's a bass guitarist, singer, and songwriter from uh, Los Angeles. Oh, he's from Suicidal Tendencies. There you go. That's... I should have wrote it down, but I Nice. Didn't. That's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. And if you listen in the background, I think it's a Suicidal Tendencies song. Oh, is it? That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, when they're in the in the mod parlor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Suicidal Tendencies song. I did not that's realize right. that. Okay. He's, uh, he, he's <clears throat> the bassist, and he's one of the vocalists. Yeah, pretty cool. Now he's the actor. Yeah. I mean, that tends to happen a lot with musicians. So. Yeah. So this is uh gonna hurt, but can we talk Fish about in the MCU? Sorry, had to do that. Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm just throwing this out here because I know that Phoenix is gonna get uh pretty indignant about this right here. Uh, she has said it in the past, but I have said if they do it right, I won't be pissed off about it, and they did it right. Oh, you okay? Yeah. So, so we, we saw what used to be known as the Slave One, but we even um Bubbly himself called it his fire spray gunship, right? And that's yeah. that's why I say that they did it right because it wasn't because it wasn't that he was erasing slave one or that he wasn't acknowledging that it's called slave one he basically just uh he referred to it by the class of gunship that it is the same way that din jaren refers to his uh uh the the razor crest as his razor crest Mm -hmm. because it is a razor crest class gunship right right so it's boba is just i want my fire spray uh fire spray guns uh gunship right i'm okay with that because he is referring to it by the type of ship that it is and not calling it a fire spray or the fire spray it is you know if very well can still be the slave one but he just referred to it by the class of ship that it is it's the same way like if you had uh if you had a dodge charger and you nicknamed it you know or if you you say if you had a demon right Uh, and and rather than saying i want my demon you say i want my dodge charger you know like that (laughs) is the same thing yeah you know what i mean i was like okay he's gonna name his car okay got it and you switch to demon i'm like well no is he going anime 
me? What what is happening? No, <laughs> I was trying to think of like naming your car, but it was uh, there actually is a version of uh, uh, the the Dodge Challenger uh-huh. called the Demon. It's like they they only made like a hundred of them, oh, okay. right? And it's like it's it's got like a thousand horsepower. It's ridiculous, yeah, right. Um, and that's the whole thing is like uh, think of the Hellcat, right? Um, the Hellcat is basically a modded Charger, yeah, right. So rather than saying you know like the name of the car is the Hellcat, right? But then you say, hey, uh, I, I'm here to pick up my Dodge Charger. Yeah, makes sense, right? That's that's why it doesn't bother me that he refers to it as the fire spray gunship. I noticed that they've been doing that a lot this season. Um, I've noticed that, that they've been doing that in general in Star Wars is rather than giving them names, they're calling them by the classification that they are. Which yeah. makes so much more sense. Right. Yeah, because if you name your ship, people are going to be like, what? Right. Because so, the last time we heard anybody actually in canon call it the Slave One was Django. Yeah. Right? Was he said, uh, load everything up on the Slave. Huh. Oh, He's yeah. telling Boba to load everything up on the Slave. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's like your, your dad naming a, a car and then you refusing to use the name for that car. I don't even think that he refuses to use the name though. I think it's just in that in that case, you know, it's he's talking to somebody who probably doesn't know what the hell the slave one is, and he's like, I want my fire spray gunship. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So you you guys are okay with it? I'm okay with it. So okay all that it. hullabaloo about slave one, not slave one, and everybody's just fine with it. Because if it was like if they were renaming the ship, and that yeah. would be completely different. That's like disrespecting the past mm-hmm. character, right? But it's not that they're renaming the ship, they're just referring to it by its classification and yeah. not by the yeah, name. Yeah. No, okay. that's to me that's that's okay because you're not erasing the history of ship. Right. All right, let's move on. Let's uh what other Easter eggs? Oh, you know, when they go to uh Jabba's palace when it was still Bib Fortuna's mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get slave one or sorry, the fire spray gunship. Yeah. <laughs> uh we see some familiar droids. So in in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh. like like almost comedic scene. Yeah, it kind of was. Of them chasing like a rat or wampa or something. Mm-hmm. Womp rat, I don't know. But it was it was weird. Um, yeah, Womp was the uh, abominable snow. Yeah, sorry, Womp Rat. Um, but we saw an EV droid who appeared in Return of the Jedi. And remember, if you remember, he was the one that would like assign captured droids to mm-hmm. certain things. Like he's the one that took R2 and said, you're going, you're a feisty little one, aren't you? But you will learn respect. Exactly. And he assigned him to the sail barge mm-hmm. to be a, uh, a waiter. <laughs> right. So rude. Um, but he was just like chilling. Like, oh, you're a cook now. Okay, mm-hmm. go, yeah. work, go work in there. But then we saw another droid, like a kitchen droid that looked a lot like General Grievous. Yeah. I, I know. And then he busted out like a bunch of knives like they were sabers. Yeah, and it was so weird. I'm like, that looks a lot like Grievous. And then he busted out the knives. I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> it's Grievous. <laughs> this will make an excellent addition to my collection. It was like a lo-fi Grievous or something like that. It was like really, really weird. But um, <laughs> General Fett! <laughs> Kenobi! Kenobi! Hello there! <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys digging all the droids that we're getting? Yeah. 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 Aliens. We kind of talked about earlier, like a parade of aliens and droids. They really went crazy this year. Well, well like I said, um, we're on this series. And I guess this is not really a spoiler, but it's it's just tune into the next I knew episode, it. guys. But, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. It's like tune into the next episode, guys. But there is a droid in the next episode that is from a video game and it's a big deal. So, yeah. Is it a big, big deal? It is. Because it, it, it confirms that it all, it, like it's all connected. Oh. Uh, Oh, I get it. I mean, that, not that that's it's not I'm already saying. confirmed. Everything's connected because I mean, like you know, the uh, um, the um, the Inquisitors are like a thing. You know, the Inquisitors are, but it's just like expanding on that universe. Interesting, interesting. Okay, let's go back. So we got the fire spray gunship, mm-hmm. but it was like I got some receipts to hand out. Right, he's got to go back and pay some dues. So he takes out that that biker gang. Right, but in a weird like flex, he goes all the way back to the Sarlacc pit and is like, "I'm gonna take you out. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take out you know this the, the Sarlacc." Pit. But that wasn't his intention when he 
went to the Sarlacc pit, though, which was like, he had like this whole weird thing with the Sarlacc pit that happened. He had to have some idea that he might have to do it. No, but the thing is, is that he went to the Sarlacc pit looking for his armor. Right. Knowing that he got out of the Sarlacc pit with his armor and then got knocked out by Jawas and the Jawas took his armor. So it's kind of like. Maybe not. I, 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 I'm wondering if he just, if he just had a, like a memory lapse and forgot that the Jawas knocked his ass out. He was hallucinating at time and full of acid. Like you wouldn't be like, right. oh, you know, I've got everything on me. Because like, I, I think the thing is, is like, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he, he, he wouldn't forget that. It's like, but I mean, it could easily be that he had a lapse in his memory and was like, last place I remember having my armor was in this fucking monster. Let me go and check this thing out. Yeah, like maybe the monster monster ate it again or something. Like right. That. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Like whatever he could find. Mm -hmm. Now we did get a pretty cool sequence with with the Sarlacc and and the slave. Yeah, which that's what I was getting to. Mm -hmm. We he's doing it. He's doing it. What slave? Oh, I'm gonna continue calling it the slave. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, stop calling it the slave one. I mean, you and I came to toe to toe about whether or not we were gonna call it that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we get this. We get a little fighty fighty with the Sarlacc pit. But you know what was interesting in this? Um, so they did the fighty fighty, but they showed that the Sarlacc pit had a beak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is something that like they brought in to like the the, the special editions. The special edition version of Star Wars. Like mm -hmm. it didn't look like that uh, or they didn't really show it actually. Not so. Not so. Not so. Nice that Filoni was like or Filoni and Favreau were like okay let's, let's do this. Let's let's do a little bit of canon on this and, and make it a little bit more legit. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. But how they handle the Sarlacc pit is kind of dope. Like my favorite piece of right. the fire spray mm -hmm. is that these like what are they called? Sonic charges? Seismic charges. Seismic charges. Yes. These are the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um. When I mean we see him take out a couple of Tie Fighters, but I mean the most iconic uh scene is is the the Django Fett Obi Wan uh, chase scene in uh, Attack of the Clones. Right. Exactly. If, if I may add that real quick though, we've known that the Sarlacc Pit is like that the whole time. If you've ever looked in the Star Wars Visual Encyclopedia, yeah, there's like a whole you mean with like, the beak and all that. Yeah. 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 But the but, first thing know. we saw it was like the it was just. Yeah, the special edition, and everybody was up. I remember that everybody was up in up arms, in arms about, about it. I remember everybody was all upset. They put a beak in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> what if it was just like like a, a dune sandworm? It was just a lazy sandworm. It's it like, really was. It's a sandworm that that get, got fed. Exactly. Like just come to me, just throw things in. I'll be the garbage heap. We're just gonna throw everything in the Sarlacc pit. So it's back just to a fat ass sandworm that's just sitting there like feed me. <laughs> exactly. Feed me. It's uh, it's 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 basically uh, what was the plant's name in? Uh, in Little Feed Shop of Horrors. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> I'm hungry. Back to that Sonic <laughs> charge, though. Fennec, I love the more like action scenes Ming Na Wen has, the better. Mm -hmm. It's so good, like seeing her like jump around, do whatever it takes to get things done. Um, it, this almost felt like once they got like trapped by the uh by the Sarlacc pit, mm -hmm. it felt a little like submarine, -y, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like fire in the hole or whatever she said. Right. I, I dug it. I dug that little scene. But for her, I'm like this dude is crazy and putting us in danger nonstop. Like, why do I got to be hooked up with this guy? But she's like, whatever, mm -hmm. I can handle it. By the way, uh, Fennec also said something that kind of pulled back to um, Jedi. Oh yeah. So when they were talking about um, the the guy that that they captured, mm -hmm. and uh, they're like, what you know, what's going on with this guy? It's like, oh, he's singing like a yuzum. I'm like, oh yeah, yuzum. Mm -hmm. And then when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Joe Yauza. Yeah. So that is like the special edition version. Version, mm -hmm. again of Return of the Jedi the lead singer of Max Rubo's band yeah so like that was uh -oh! 
yeah that guy so she's like singing like a yazum so just i'm like that's a nice little homage like mm-hmm. they didn't need to do that like but that little line made so much sense right i dig it and then moving on mm-hmm. we go back to the sanctuary and uh black chrysanthemum's getting a little little tipsy yeah dude he goes off i didn't get this at first mm-hmm. but i guess it goes deeper into like the comics and story right. and i kind of dug how um how it, they they found a way to work this in mm-hmm. without really having to explain it or needing to explain it right so the whole thing with black chrysanthemum he's getting a little hyphy getting a little drunk he decides to go after um some trandoshans like you know mm-hmm. the yeah. lizard people mm-hmm. um almost like just out of spite right and it felt like he was targeting them it was very much a uh fuck you and all of your people yeah and i was like okay so he's just going crazy but whatever he specifically went after uh trandoshans because i guess there's a history between mm-hmm. wookies and trandoshans a lot of times mm-hmm. trandoshans are the ones that sell wookies into slavery exactly mm-hmm. oh oh what they do okay. is they go to Kashuk. yeah they go to kashik and they hunt wookies and then they capture them and sell them into slavery i mm-hmm. should have made that connection mm-hmm. so the whole thing is like he just completely loathes trandoshans yeah so he loses it on, loses it on these guys and they look like like almost like young trandoshans that are just like hey we're having fun mm-hmm. you know we're rich and entitled having right. so much fun and he's just like screw you guys right so like, it's that's, like that's, you, you start seeing gersa flips try to like talk him down and yeah. it's like i understand your history and that you don't like them let it go <laughs> and she's like no, no. Well, he does kind of let it go so like a, so, <laughs> so like a drunk gladiator comes in and rips one for a uh co-ed boy frat boy right now think think of this too um black Sanson was a gladiator which means that he was a slave yeah which means that at some point in his life when he was a young wookie some trandoshans stole him from his home and sold him into slavery yeah, yeah. he loathes trandoshans yeah. Uh, yeah he basically pays to rip him a new one right yeah exactly <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna make this mess I, th- I think the other thing too though is like in his like like i think he felt like he was being disrespected like he that like he he probably felt like it was like i don't want your charity i don't want you giving me a free drink this dude's people have oppressed me for or oppressed my people for right. eons and he, he, this kid deserves for me to do what I'm going to do to him. You, I, I, I'm, you're not going to talk down to me and say that you're going to pay for my drinks and that's going to be okay. I'm ripping this dude's arm off. You can keep your money. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like an honor and a respect thing at that point, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as we know about Black Chrysanthemum, if you know anything about the comics and the character or just anything you've seen from the show so far with like the little we've seen of him, he's very, very hyped up on his honor. Right, right. I mean, that's also a thing with Wookiees. I mean, like, you know, Wookiees are willing to give life oaths. Like, like you look at uh, Chewbacca gave a, a life oath to, to Han. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, like, you know, things like that, you know, they are very, not caught up is the wrong word, but they're very big on their their honor. Right, yeah. right. Speaking of Han, it's a nice little, like, callback to uh, a line that Han said mm-hmm. back in the uh, original <laughs> movie. Yeah. At the end of that, you know. So he rips off a Trandoshan's arm, just throws it on the ground. And remember, Han Solo was, like, warning 3PO, like, when they were playing uh, Hollow Chess. No one's upset. Oh. If, yeah, no, no, or uh, no one thinks twice about uh, about losing to a uh, to a droid. He goes, a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. <laughs> it's 
so good. We haven't seen a, like some arms chopped off. The only time we ever see an actual arm chopped off in Star Wars was uh, pig face. Yeah. Yeah. But we haven't see, seen like lost arms and stuff lately. Mm -hmm. we, we, need, we need more of that. Right. What's funny is that's the only scene in Star Wars where someone gets their arm cut off by a lightsaber and it doesn't get cauterized. Oh, there was some splatter, huh? He cuts his arm off and then when you see the scene of his arm on the ground, it's it's got blood coming out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is like that's the only time in Star Wars you see a lightsaber wound that doesn't immediately get cauterized. Well, maybe maybe like hit the ground hard, splattered. I think it was more so that's just before they thought about that kind of or because it is from episode four. Obi-Wan's so dope. He's like, Z yeah, he, he cut it. He cut it off before it got cauterized somehow. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. do it slowly because it's not plasma going through through flesh. That's, you know, it's not yeah. burning through flesh All immediately. Right. All right. <laughs> maybe things are different on this alien world. OK, moving on. You know, the first time I saw this last one, um, I didn't catch it. Really? I had to go back and I, I wasn't listening for I it. I heard it immediately. But you know what's funny about this is that like it makes me think that they put so much effort into all the nuances mm -hmm. of this show. Oh, yeah. The sound design, the sets, the uh, the characters and, and background pieces that they bring in. It makes me love it that much more. We're talking about at the very end of this episode when Fennec and Boba are talking on the balcony. He's like, I need muscle, you know? And then all of a sudden you hear the uh, the Mandalorian theme. Yeah, Din Jaren's theme. Come in. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God. When I went back and, and listened to it, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I love how, how much they put into this show. Right. Because you hear it and you know, like, and this is going to get into, you know, our next portion of this segment. But I mean, you know, at that point, we're going to see Din Jaren. Mm -hmm. Because why else would you play Din Jaren's theme? Right. Right. Like, we're going to see Din Jaren at some point. Right. 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 And I, I got, I got stupid excited because it was just like, dude, we're going to see Din Jaren? Like, and I thought it was going to be like a flash. Mm -hmm. Right. I, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. You need to walk away. <laughs> Walk away. So you saw that too, or heard it, heard that too, right, Phoenix? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just to add on top of that, so we, so that was the lead-in. It's a precursor for like we're getting the Mandalorian. Right. I guess at the very end of that, of them playing uh, Din Djarin's theme, they mixed in another theme. Did they? Uh, that we weren't quite aware of, and it might have been actually when the credits rolled or something like that. But at the very end of it, mm -hmm. they added the subtle theme from Solo for the uh, Crimson Dawn. Oh. Oh, okay. At the very end, because that's it was that's like hints. the same theme that's in uh the main man or the main book of Bubba. Mm -hmm. So they kind of like tied it in there. I'm like, oh, look at them just dropping little Easter eggs everywhere throughout this show. So I dug it. I yeah. dug it. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's oh. so good. Sound design. I dig it. New appreciation. Yeah. I mean, ILM does good work. So mm -hmm. I know you've seen episode five. Yes, but no, really. Where, where do you guys think this is going? What do you think is next for Boba? I'm I'm not gonna mention anything else from episode five yeah. because I want everybody to see which it is kind of a nice little standalone but yeah. like let's talk about just moving into Boba. the next I'm gonna say we're era. all not gonna get through this next week so I mean right a little, yeah um my my thoughts on what's gonna happen next um I think Din is gonna come and help Boba they're basically gonna start pressing all of the um all the syndicates in the area and kind of just like let them be aware of like the threat that the pikes are um I think the pikes are basically just being subcontracted out by Crimson Dawn. And I think by the end of the next episode, I think Kira's going to show up. End of episode six is yeah. what you're saying. Because is this it's only seven. The last episode? Season, right? Six. This is the last one, right? Seven. 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 Yeah. So I think we're going to go through until seven. No, I think I see, I think we see Kira at the end because that's the cliffhanger leading us into seven. And then seven is going to be whatever struggle he has with clearing out the pikes. Um, And then in the end, I think that there's 
going to be something with Din Djarin where, like, you know, Din's going to go find Bo-Katan uh, uh, Bo or something along those lines. Uh, and, and by the way, for anybody that's out there, this is not a spoiler for episode uh, for, for, for the next episode. Uh, this is purely speculation based on what mm -hmm. I think may happen. Uh, for Boba. On, well, for based, Boba. But, but I mean, based, like, to get to the end of the series, uh, based on where we left off in The Mandalorian to what we've seen so far in Boba Fett, um, I don't think that they're actually going to fight Crimson Dawn in this. No. I think that the Pikes are going to be their main threat, but then there's going to be a reveal by the end of Episode 7, or maybe by the end of Episode 6, that, that Crimson Dawn is what has been uh, essentially feeding the Pikes. Um, I mean, even given that, that, that Crimson Dawn had their hand in Spice to begin with, mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, like, they're the ones that are feeding the Pikes their Spice. Like, they're like the, the, the they're the gang above the gang that they're fighting right now. Yeah. And it's going to lead into that, which I think Crimson Dawn is going to be a different threat for another show. But in the end, Boba gets control of Tatooine by of defeating course. Pikes. Yeah. That was my question is, mm -hmm. where do you think this is leading? Because we only have a couple more episodes left. We know that there's going to be a big reveal and a big setup for the last two episodes. You what know after this? You know there's going to be some sort of like, oh my gosh, um, like the, the child stolen type deal. Like, because to get, uh, to, to drop us off on, on a cliffhanger, they like, they stole uh, the child, right? And then we were like, oh my gosh, I think they're going to do that level of cliffhanger at the mm -hmm. end. But the thing is, they already said that Book of Boba is going to be a standalone. So well, yes, but it's going to feed back into. Right. But that's what I'm saying. So like, you know, I don't think they're going to leave it off in any way. Like I, they're going to, they're going to tie up all the storylines in Book of Boba, which is why I think that he's going to defeat the Pikes. But in the end, it's going to be, well, the Pikes are working for Crimson Dawn and that's going to be a excuse for him to leave Tatooine to go help Din Djarin and whatever Din Djarin's doing. Mm -hmm. Now, me and my buddy were talking earlier, um, and again, purely speculation, but um, what, do you guys think it would be cool, because they've been saying for a while that they want to bring this character back, that in the end, they find an excuse to bring Mace Windu back? What, where did that come from? Um, we'll talk about it next week. We'll, that'll be our cliffhanger for this, because I don't want to spoil anything for episode five. Uh, not this week, the week. Right. Mm -hmm. When we come back. Yes. From our hiatus. Yeah. Um, but this that'll be our cliffhanger because uh, yeah. I, I can I don't want to explain Mace Windu without people seeing episode five. Mm -hmm. I don't see how episode five ties in. I, I'll, I'll tell you off Mike. Okay. All right. All <laughs> I'll right. tell you my theory off All Mike, right. man. All right. Yeah. You're deep. You're deep into it. I get it. It yeah. is 9.55 anyway. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that's what we have on this. Well, what, what speculations do you have, James? I think this is um, probably going to tie into this is almost like a, a middle chapter of the story of the Mandalorian. But I think this is also going to lead into something that they just haven't announced yet. Right. So just like how the Mandalorian season two ended and they announced Book of Boba, mm -hmm. I think they're going to announce something else after this. What if there's an Ahsoka trailer on the end of it? That would be dope. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Or Obi-Wan. Oh, or Obi-Wan. That's right. They mm -hmm. have filming on Obi-Wan, so I mean, I can see that too. And Obi-Wan takes place on Tatooine. Obi-Wan's yeah. supposed to be uh, May. Right. So we'll see. I have, I, I, uh, well, let's, let's see. Tacos on the table. Could we see Obi-Wan at the end of Book of Boba? Because he's skulking around. No, he's not. He's dead. No, he's not. He's dead. He's dead. So, like, a Burst Ghost? I just, I have a feeling that we're going to, like, it's going to be something. You have a feeling it's going to tie in somehow? Mm -hmm. If Crimson Dawn does show up, then they can tie in Obi-Wan with Crimson Dawn mm -hmm. because Maul is um, the leader of that syndicate. At one point, I guess he is, but, and Maul ties in with Obi-Wan. They'll find it. Obi-Wan <laughs> has been doing all these things many years ago, right? Right. Because this, so, um, the, 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 the whole uh, original trilogy.
trilogy takes place between Obi-Wan and, and Book of Boba. So, I mean, I mean, we went and left his house and he never came back to it. Did Luke go and clean it out or is it just exactly the way he left it? That's what I kind of want to know. They actually touch on that in the comics where uh, Luke goes back to um, um, Uncle Ben's hut or right. whatever when he starts going through some stuff because mm-hmm. he's, you know, looking to train as a right. Jedi. He's right. looking for mm-hmm. Jedi material. He's looking, he's probably looking for anything that Obi-Wan used to commune too. So, I mean, yeah. And actually, he runs into Boba Fett during during that um, that episode. But anyway, that's that's way back. Yeah. Now. Well, guys, uh, I think that is all we've got for this week. Um, now, next week, uh, Jamez and myself are taking a slight hiatus, and Phoenix is taking over. Oh, he's got some fun stuff for you guys planned for everybody here. Mm-hmm. Couple of guests, couple of a uh, uh, couple of things, but she's gonna be uh, handling everything on her own, and I have all the faith. Though. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there'll be Ryan Permison and a, uh, a friend that's a blast from the past for me. Uh, you guys don't know him, but I'm excited to introduce him to you guys. Uh, he's an actor and also a mortician. Um, so yeah, he's kind of a cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds like um, like a movie right there. Mm-hmm. Actor by day, mortician by night. <laughs> Why do you gotta do that after my movie voice? I don't do that after your movie voice. No, no, no. it wasn't the voice that you did. It's what we just described. <laughs> I am going to miss You're you. By too. day, mortician by night. What? <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'll miss you two both so much. Uh, enjoy your vacation or secret uh, agent mission, whatever you two are doing. Uh, I am going on a secret agent mission. Yeah. Uh, hot date. We're it, going on a hot date. It, it, in service of uh, each other. furthering our ambitions as podcasters is what we're okay, doing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, guys, you got to check out our other shows. If you don't already check out the shows that we do on the other days, of course, every Monday from six to eight, we build Lego on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, Including this coming Monday? No, I'm taking that over too. Uh, I'm just going to show you guys the progress. So the progress on this, and we're going to pause on this. Mm -hmm. That is the top of Darth Maul's head. Oh, okay. I see it now. All right. So we are doing artwork and building Darth Maul. Um, You have the box over there? Because this is the the art set, right? Where Mm -hmm. you buy one set and you get to pick which one you want to do, right? Right. Yeah. And it's, what is it, a Sith set? It's called the Sith set. So you can make Vader, you can make uh Kylo Ren, but I am doing Darth Maul based on uh what everybody voted for in the Nerdington post. I am driver. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. That's all I remember. At last, we will have our revenge. Oh, but yeah, from six to eight, normally on Mondays, uh, we build Lego and we interview people and we have all kinds of fun of course on wednesdays from normally um either 7 or 7 30 depending on where we're doing it at but uh we normally do the download which is what you're watching right now and then of course you can catch me randomly playing video games because i it's hard for me to build a schedule for that so it's like you know it's all based on hey when am i done with work and uh can do i have time to play right now Mm -hmm. okay that's basically when i get to play video games so and by the way on on the download if you miss it live which we love having people live in the 
chat and being interactive and sharing your opinions. Mm -hmm. If you miss it, we have the video on Facebook, on YouTube, but also it becomes the podcast. So you can get it right. on Spotify, on Apple, on iHeartRadio, mm -hmm. Amazon, Amazon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can also audible download it. Oh, look at you. Fancy. It is on audible. That's yeah. not a joke. I wasn't kidding when I said that. So you okay. can go back and, and listen to the episode there too. You just, uh, you just can't see our, our wonderful faces, but you can hear our voices. Yeah. Quick announcement for next week too. Uh, this episode will be an hour earlier than we usually do uh, because we'll be having Ryan Permison on and he's uh, back east and it's not fair of me to keep him up a really long time. Uh, so uh, we're starting at 10 o'clock your time. Yeah. So we're, we're starting one hour earlier so that we can have him on. Right. Super cool. All right. Well, that being said, James. Yes. Tell him, uh, tell him, tell him about us. Oh, if you have something you want to discuss, yeah. tell us what you're nerding out on yeah. and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group, the Distance Nerding Tin Post. Now, guys, tacos. You can buy us tacos if you really like us, right? Join the taco party. You got to be like Julie. You got to be like Aaron. You got to be like all of the great people. Ray, uh, all the great people that buy us tacos that feed back into us making a better show for you. That also goes into the merch and everything else that we do. Um, guys, you go to distancenerding.com. That is distancenerding.com and click on the buy us a taco button. Um, now, also in the game streams, if you guys haven't noticed this because I feel like nobody's been doing this, but it's all cool to give us money, but I've been putting a donate to Project Wish Upon a Star button on the bottom of my of my game streams. Um, and I highly recommend you to donate to them because they have a great thing that they do. Uh, just, I, I love Project Wish Upon a Star and I want to support them more. And I, and I in, in supporting us, I want you guys to support them too. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. you know. I like it. Sounds good. Now guys, connect with us at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok at Distance Nerding. Phoenix, you want to say the last line? Last line. Mm, how do we how do we end the show? Thanks and keep nerding, nerding together. <laughs> Horrible. All right, let's do this. Dance party time. Let's go with. Oh. Goblin, crotch goblin. So weird, so weird. Is it that you're waving at your lap? Yeah. Uh, stare deep into my eyes, James. Don't make me look into. Oh, look, look into at those. The sea. They are green, right? Oh my god, it's beautiful. Stop it! No, no, I will not take my pants off. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.